Turn out the lights The party's over They say that all Good things must end Let's call it a night The party's over And tomorrow starts Same old thing again What a crazy, crazy party Never seen so many people Laughing, dancing Look at you, you're having fun But look at me, I'm almost crying But that don't keep her love from dying Misery calls for me The party's over Turn out the lights The party's over They say that all Good things must end Let's call it a night The party's over One party and then another I had to have my party wine Broke her heart so many times And then one night she said, sweetheart The party's over Turn out the lights The party's over They say that all good things must end Let's call it a night The party's over Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Blue Shirt Underground Show. Today is Wednesday. It is May the 3rd. Hockey season comes to an abrupt, ridiculous train wreck of an end. And unlike last year, when we when we did this video, And unlike last year when we did our Willie Nelson montage, which was very celebratory, it was all highlights, it was all it was good feeling because we felt we were destined for better things, and it turns out we're not. My name is Jim, and as always, I'm joined by the one and only Edward Arthur Geik. Good evening, Eddie. Here we sit. Brokenhearted, paid a dime for Patrick Kane, and only farted. How are you, sir? Well, like I told you by the show, uh, the beginning, uh, before the show, I am more interested in what everybody else has to say. I, uh, I, uh, 
I I I see what's going on. I have to put my glasses. The shower was already started. Nick says this is Livia Soprano's wake. Go <laughs> <laughs> to the. I can go to the Hugh D'Angelo's. Bullshit! Bullshit! We suffered for years under the yoke of that woman. How many birthdays did she ruin? I How many uh, holidays. Don't hand me that. I sit here in stunned belief, not disbelief. <laughs> I am in stunned belief. That is a good way to put it. Stunned I belief. Just. I, I, I'm just more interested. And I'm sure I will get hotter and hotter and then just explode and just vomit fucking explanations and the blame game and the point and the finger at everybody. But I'm more interested in your take and the fans' take on what the fuck happened in that game seven. Yes. And that I don't put the. I just want to tell everybody in the chat room, I'm going to put the guest link in there and we, we want to hear from everybody. I will sit here and listen to you vent as long as you want, but give us, don't, don't start crowding the studio just yet. Give us a little time. The link is there. We're not going anywhere. Just don't start jumping in. Just let us talk. Let us do our thing for a little bit and then we'll get to you guys. The, the, the link is there. I want, I'm here for your anger. We are here to soothe your tortured fucking soul. Because believe me, we are all torturing. Unlike the pandemic, we are all in this together. Okay? We're really all in this together. <laughs> we are all here for you. And we're going to get it all out tonight. And then we're... Yeah, <laughs> we're we'll get it all on. tonight. We're going to get it all out. And I promise you next week on next week's show, the Wheel of Blame. <laughs> and Once we'll do we get grades the... next week, right? We'll do grades. We'll do the grades. We'll do, we'll do the grades Wheel of Blame. It's all, it's all too fresh. It's all too fresh. I need output <laughs> from other people. Input, rather. <laughs> right. I took I took Spanish in high school. I took two years of Spanish. I had this teacher. Her name was Mrs. Gonzalez. She was like this 80-year-old Spanish lady who spoke with a very heavy accent. You couldn't understand a fucking word she said. Couldn't understand her she'd always She'd always yell at us when we started carrying on. And she'd say, if you don't listen to me, I give you an essay. And that's how I feel about the Rangers right now. I'll give you all an F.A. <laughs> so I'm going to give it a week before, so I can try and be a little subjective when it comes to grades because tonight everybody would get an F.A. Well, we got some video clips to show. We got Jacob Truba. We got we got Sniffles the Clown. We're going to hear from. Uh, we're we're going to get it. We're going to get to everything. I just want to let everybody know. Once the game was over, uh, I clicked the TV off and have only seen one thing about it, the the Gallant uh, job security thing. That's the only thing I've seen. I haven't seen the players' reactions. I've seen some of the reactions online. Some of it made sense to me some of it didn't but that's what we're here for to the to hash it out and like right. jim says do not be afraid to click the link come on the show or just type it so we can post it right you know we, we want to talk to everybody we wonder how everybody's feeling i mean we want to hear why you're angry if you're not angry if you've got an, an alternative opinion don't be afraid to bring it 
I want to hear it all. Except if you got a positive take on this. If you got a positive take on this, we're not posting anything. Sorry. <laughs> Listen, we've always been a voice of everybody. So if you got an alternative take, uh, bring it. But you better come correct, as they say. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I see uh, all the big timers are in here tonight. Oh, it's a who's who. It's a it's who's a who. They've all gathered. Larry Everybody's brought their casseroles. Kevin brought Cosmo. their casseroles and cakes. Nick, Nick, is that Renio or Renio? Nick, I, I don't recall ever seeing you before, so welcome if you're here for the first time. Scotty, good to see you. Larry Fishgold, long timer. He knows give it a West Maui. Right, right. Kana, of course, is here. The great Paul Slyker is here. Don Cardoza. Don Cardoza is here. Said he's got a shrink appointment at 8.15. He's got something good to talk about. Yeah, I'll bet you yeah. This is your appointment. Save yourself the, the copay and just hang out with us for a couple hours. Okay. <laughs> so I want to thank, at the top of the show, I want to thank Colin Cook for putting together our montage this year. I did last year's, and he pretty much uh, he copied my style. But I told him I wanted nothing celebratory because this is nothing to be celebrated. Last year we had reason to, we had reason to feel good about what they'd accomplished. I feel nothing, nothing good about anything that they've accomplished. <clears throat> they, I feel. Empty. Eddie, where would you like to begin? Well, I guess, you know, as we closed out last last week's. Patreon show, and then it was is aired to the public right before Game Seven. Uh, I think it was uh, Patty Duke who said, "Will this team ever care about uh, their game as much as the Ranger fans?" And I think Jim, you said, "No, because they come and go, and we're still stuck here." Right, we're stuck here. If, if you're if you're a Star Trek fan, we're in the Nexus. Yeah, where we we, just, we never we, escape. I think Eddie called it the Ranger Matrix. The Ranger Matrix. We and and this what's was the a, it's it's like Inception, right? Where the further we go, we just you know we just kind of loop back around where we started. Uh, <laughs> so that's. My main thing is the, the heart and the time we put in as fans. They just took a giant steaming dump on it. And that's my biggest disappointment. Is that how much we care it doesn't, it doesn't mean a thing. And I know it doesn't. I mean, it, it's all settled on the ice, but... And uh, I guess where you think, you know, what you, you perceive as a good group, a tight-knit group, just really doesn't want it. And I'm on it. That was the most disappointing thing for me. I mean, you want to break down the game, that's a different thing. But from the emotional end of things, they just don't want it. They didn't want it. The devils wanted it. The devils took it. That's it. Uh, I agree. And... Um, I'll go back to the look. Uh, 
I'm, um, you know, I'm not just saying this now. You can go back and you can go back and watch the shows from a year ago, year and a half ago. You can go back and watch shows from six months ago, seven months ago, five months ago, four months ago. That I'm not a fan of this coach. I've never been a fan of this coach. I thought he was the I thought he was the shiny toy hire that this team has been sucked into for the better part of 40 years. I don't, I, you know, he has worn out his welcome quickly in other places. I never fully understood what he did. I never saw a team that was committed to a style of hockey. I never saw a team that was committed to playing well night after night after night. And I saw a team that just got beat in seven games, four games where they barely showed up, barely showed up three games. They played lights out four games. They didn't, they barely showed up. I know one of them went to overtime and they lost, but there was, I mean, we all talked about a lack of effort in that game too. And a lack of effort in the other games they lost. Well, okay. Some of that's on the players, but that's gotta be on the coach too. That's gotta be on the coach too. This guy didn't have him ready to play. And when they were ready to play, the devil's adjusted, and he had no adjustment for that. He doesn't talk to the team. You watch him during this series. He doesn't talk to the team. He doesn't coach the team. They asked him, you're going to go in the locker room and give a speech. Why would I do that? I haven't talked to the team in two years. I'm not going to go in there now. That's what he said. I don't go in the locker room and talk to the team. Okay. Imagine Herb Brooks didn't go in and talk to the 1980 USA team. Okay, he doesn't talk to the team. He lets the players play. Well, you know what? Even the best players need coaching. They need adjustments. They need teaching. He's flat out said, I'm not here to develop. Okay, well, I mean, how many, uh, refresh my memory, Eddie. How many years are we now from the letter? We are five years from the letter, right? 2018 was the letter. Mm-hmm. They're no place. They're no place from the letter. No place. How many how many first round draft picks are gone? Two highly touted first round draft picks gone. Two the fan the, the the fan base is ready to get rid of because they haven't panned out. And another one that's okay, finally had a good season, but was nowhere in the playoffs. So where are we? They bought, they sent this letter out and asked this fan base, have patience. We're going to rebuild. We're going to build a Stanley Cup contender. And the fan base bought into it. We said to ourselves, we've never done this. Eddie and I have been fans of this team for 45 years. We've never had this. It has always been get the veterans, get the veterans, develop a young player here and there, but go get the veterans, go get the shiny toy, go get the Esposito, go get the Pierre LaRouche, go get the the Mike Gartner, go get the Kelly Kissio, and we'll draft a Brian Leach. We'll we'll get lucky. We'll draft a Brian Leach. We'll draft a Tony Amante, but we're going to trade him away. We'll draft a Darren Turcott, but we're going to trade him away. We'll draft, draft a Tomas Sandstrom, but we're going to trade him away because there's a brighter, shinier toy to be had. But then we were told, we're going to rebuild. We're going to build this team with youth. We all bought in. We said, fine, we'll be patient. We just want competitive hockey. We just want to be good. We just want to see another cup before 54 years comes and goes. And now we are five years from that letter, and where are we? We're talking about getting rid of Lafreniere. We're talking about getting rid of Kako. 
and it's this isn't just me and the fans talking about it. The media is talking about it because Lafreniere is doing a big contract. Who's going to give him a big contract? The Ra- Do we want the Rangers to give him a big contract? Philip Hedl, we don't exactly know what he's going to be yet. Capo Caco, another guy, we don't really know what we have in him. Keandre Miller, I've, I've had enough. I've seen enough. Call me crazy. Say what you want. I don't care. I don't see it. This guy's a fucking disaster at his own end. And guess what? He's a defenseman. So there's another first-round pick that is not panning out the way he should. So where are we? Panarin with a no-move contract. Everybody hates him. Mika Zibanejad, who had a horrible series, except for the first game, which I thought he was the best player on the ice, even though it didn't show up, had a horrible series. Chris Kreider, it's like the old Chris Kreider, where you have one game, you know, you have one, two games where he's unstoppable, and then he's a minus four in, in game seven. He's 32 years old, which I can't believe because I stood next to the kid when he was drafted, and he's now 32 years old. He's as old as my son, a little bit older. Where are we? Mika Zibanejad's not going anywhere. Artemi Panarin's not going anywhere. Nobody's taking on his contract. Nobody's, they're not buying him out. So where are they going? Where are they going? We're nowhere. Patrick Kane, the trade a year and a half in the making, and granted, I know it didn't cost much, but didn't work out. Vladimir Tarasenko, another rank, rental, he's probably not coming back. So what, we're going to pin all our hopes on Brendan Othman? Brennan Offman? I mean, is that where that's where we're at now? Brennan Offman's gonna save this franchise because, because we're so good with our first round picks. What makes anybody think Brennan Offman is gonna be any different than any of the others? So where are they? Nowhere. They got a coach. I, I, man, I'm not being negative on Tarasenko. I would love to keep him. I just don't think it's gonna happen. Somebody's going to offer him big dollars. I just, where are we? We got a coach who doesn't coach, who doesn't go in the locker room, who doesn't adjust, has no plan and no discernible style of hockey. Laughing it up at his, at his press conference today, post-conference, his, his end-of-season press conference. Doesn't understand why the media is talking about him getting fired. And I've got a thing from uh, from Elliot Friedman, who 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 I trust to be in the know. That's pretty interesting regarding the Rangers. Yeah, he certainly the, is. I'll put it up on the screen in a few minutes. So where are they? They're nowhere. The Devils started their rebuild the same time as the Rangers. And you tell me, take the take the. Take the, the blue glasses off and tell me which franchise you'd rather be today. Tell me which one. Look at their young players. Look what they're doing. And look what our young players are doing. Well, they have. All right. If they, if their goal, if, if our goal, you swap goaltenders, that's a devil's sweep. Yeah. That series. And the devils are a. Now they're a cup contender, uh, as it is the way it's shaked out in the playoffs. I said uh, this the other night on the Patrick They had Chesterk, and they'd be the favorite to win the cup. I mean, that's... I, I said the other night, I thought that the team that won that one game seven would be the favorite to win the cup the rest of the way. I still stand by that. I still think the Devils, don't be surprised if they win another cup. While we continue to flounder, and they'll chase after Jonathan Taze, 
or whatever other old shiny toy is out there to be had this summer. So am I, am I angry? I don't know. I, I, I'm not surprised they lost game seven. I'm disappointed. I'm not surprised. If you're surprised, you haven't been paying attention. I know a lot of people talking about Joe Quenville. That's a lot of, that's a big PR hump to get over. That's a big PR hump to get over. I don't know if New York is the best place for Joe Quenville. He's going to coach again. Somebody will take a chance on him. Is it going to be the Rangers? I, I don't know. I really don't know. I don't even know if I want that circus. I uh, can't disagree with anything you said. I I think. Uh, All right, I've got I've got Sean Kraft messaging okay. on YouTube right now. Couldn't find us. Joe Paterno. Um, I I just uh, and maybe it will, Sean. Maybe it will. Yeah, I I agree, tend to agree with Sean on that. But maybe you know I don't know. I, I it's the it's. The thing that gets me, that just the thing that really just the way they knew that if you really want to win the Stanley Cup, the doors opened, the road opened up for them. They were able to see who they were going to play and not to come out with ultimate desperation and ultimate commitment to win and to get shots on goal and to give up so many odd man rushes in that devil game. There was breakaway after breakaway, three on ones, two on ones, uses coming, and the Rangers could barely get a shot through. I Was it coaching? Was it the fact that they knew? I mean, And it wasn't a it wasn't a the series wasn't like oh the Rangers don't have enough grit. These were two teams, you know, for the lack of a better word, two high flying teams. And one team flew, and the other one flew blue. Too clo- <laughs> flew and blue. Right. One went too close to the sun and felt the earth. Right. And just had nothing. Zero, nada, zilch. And it was an embarrassment to have so many skilled players and not one of them could do a fucking thing. You got shut out. Shut out. Embarrassed. It's embarrassing. And I've said, since we've been doing this show, I said, I I can't measure my Ranger fandom on Stanley Cups because obviously we'd all be hanging on the end of a noose. Okay? Right. I want to be proud of my team. 
I went from being proud last year to I am totally embarrassed, totally just shameful that I follow this team because they just they just don't equal or even half the passion that I have for them on the ice. I mean, this was a golden opportunity to step up and they just no-showed. They just no-showed. Three years ago during a pandemic, we did a bracket of misery on this show where everybody voted on the worst moments in Ranger history. If we redid that now, this might go right to number one. This, yeah, I mean, this might go. I, it might run. I mean, it's it's top three. It's top. It's got to be top three, right? Definitely. I wouldn't put it to number one because we were one game away from the Stanley going to the Stanley Cup. Other than that, this felt just as nauseating as the game seven against Tampa. Because, again, it's the same thing. And I've tried to dissect who, who, what's the common denominator. Because last year, we had trouble scoring in the playoffs, to say the least. Thank you, Sean. Uh, last year, we had trouble scoring. Last year, we would get two game to none leads and then all of a sudden it would disappear and, and they couldn't win that third game and they couldn't just go and win a series there's got to be something at the core of this but i don't know who it is the coach is a common denominator to these last two years right Criders have been a jet. All the and the new guys, Kane, he was useless. I mean, you know, he just was useless. I don't know what was going on. Uh, you you had the guys from last year, Vetrano, Cop. Okay, they replaced them with a couple other guys, and it still didn't work. It still didn't game. So it's got to be something. There's got to be a common denominator and why this is such a deeply disappointing team that they cannot put – they just don't want it enough. That's what it comes down to. you got to want this fucking thing. It can't be just an idea. It can't be just a like a, a dream. You're on the ice. Make it happen. If you're a coach, fix it. Right. All these things are just, they're words to me now. Anything that comes out of a ranger's mouth is words to me. It doesn't mean shit. Because I've seen two years of the same thing. Games where they don't show up. Game again. You, you got a goalie in there playing his ass off in Chester and uh, you know they didn't give up a lot of shots they gave up a lot of quality shots and Chester can save their bacon <clears throat> and they still managed to lose 
You're keeping a team under 30 shots a game and you're losing? The no-show, the vacancy in any kind of effort. People are screaming that the fourth line should have been the first line. And the fourth line wasn't all that good, but at least the fourth line looked like they were trying. For all the talk about the guys that were brought in who had won, they had they had no influence on the rest of the team. I don't. I know everybody wants to get on Patrick Kane. I, to me, I, you know how many Patrick Kanes I've seen in my lifetime play for the Rangers. I mean, he's just another hired gun that came in here and didn't work out. Yeah, he might have been one of the biggest names, but and then he goes and he talks about today how he wasn't healthy. What the fuck you trade for the guy for? He said he said something to the effect of if I was healthier, things might have gone differently. What the fuck did they trade for him for? This guy. I mean, it honestly sounds to me like this guy had no business playing. Well, I mean, how many times did you really feel like you you were looking at Patrick Kane in the in the entire time he was a Ranger, the six weeks that he was here, eight weeks, maybe like I mean, we saw like maybe once. five glimpses of it. I saw once in the regular season where he just took a shot and like whipped it right in there. It, why trade for him? Wasn't there? Didn't this guy what? go through a physical? Nobody checked this guy out. New York City, Cedar Sinai, well, Lenox Hill Hospital, Montefiore. Whatever they get. we were trying to, they trying to find Nini or Cece, whatever the hell her name is. She's trying to find a kidney for eight years on that for that place. Nobody checked this guy out. Oh. Man, hey, maybe he's not healthy enough to play hockey, the most physical sport there is. Uh, I totally agree with you. And what about maybe the coach saying, you know what? I know we we kind of traded for Patrick Kane, but he's ineffective. So let's mix it up. Let's put in somebody else. I, I'm not saying that Johnny Brodzinski or Jake LeCision would have made a difference. But it shows a lot that uh, basically they're going to play Kane because he's everybody on the team's hero. Uh, you know, they all love Patrick Kane. They all look up to him. Again, like, why are they training for a hurt Patrick Kane? So, uh, I, I, I just there's a ton of blame to go around, but you know, I, I got to look at, I got to look at the core guys on this team and ask, you know, what's going on? What's in your head? I mean, Mika, Panarin, Kreider, Adam Fox, one of the worst fucking games we've ever seen a defenseman play was game seven by Adam Fox, who won a Norris Trophy. I mean, come on. That was an awful, awful, awful awful meltdown. I haven't struck furniture in many years during a Ranger game, but my coffee table... Took several punches after that goal. Yes. I could not believe what I was seeing. The Adam Fox and uh, and then 
Chris Kreider also on that play. Chris Kreider was terrible in game seven. It well, the like ice for go- all four goals. That can't happen. He just looked disinterested, like almost like, oh, you know, I just looked like he mailed it in. Meanwhile, I'm watching the Devils. They're getting breakaways every other second. It's three on ones, three on twos. I'm like, how are they doing this? Right. Just, uh, the Rangers, I mean, this team, this make the makeup of this current team, they just insist on on just passing the puck and passing the puck, and nobody wants to put the the puck on net. I don't know. I I don't understand that mentality. I don't understand that mentality. I didn't even see that. You know, I played. I played all. I I played. I played hockey. I played baseball. I played softball. I played. I played uh, football. I wanted the ball. I wanted the puck. I wanted the, you know, I wanted the hockey ball. I wanted to shoot. I wanted to be the guy that scored. I don't want to pass to somebody. I want to shoot. I want to score. I want to catch the ball. I want to get up and hit. I want the hit. And you look, you look. Winners want the ball. It's like the Panthers and Matthew Kachuk. He's taking that team on his shoulders. Right. There's nobody on the Rangers. You can't. And I don't know. I mean, I got, I got, I got a lot of questions, but I don't have a lot of answers. So I'm seeing in the chat room, everybody seems to kind of, I guess, blaming or pointing the finger. In in most cases, I think to the right things. Um, but. Robert Schmidt says maybe this embarrassment will lead to good things. I, I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I wish you I had have your the optimism. Same, like, like Jim I said. I wish I had your optimism. Yeah, I mean, you have the same people are coming back next year. You know, for the most part. So we, uh, uh, you know. And these players, you know, everybody seems to, you know, always mention Mark Messier. There's only one Mark Messier. There's, the, there's very few players that you're talking one of the all-time great leaders in sports, uh, and most of the good leaders are are taken. Was it was it um, was it Tom Rennie when he was coach took the team to West Point and put them through like. All kinds of army training as a team bonding. Was it Tom Rennie? Yeah, did I that think when it was, yeah. was with... Maybe that's what they need. Maybe they need Navy SEAL training. Toughening up. Learning what it takes to really you know, I, I, to I, dig deep and 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 intestinal fortitude. And, and again, you know. All season, I just didn't see. Yeah, there were a couple of hot streaks, and I, I know they they won eight in a row at one point, and they and they got themselves in the race, you know, after hanging around the wild card for a while, and and they had a couple of good stretches this season, and they and they won a, a bunch of games down the stretch, but and and I kept telling every, uh, you know, we come on here, and I would just keep saying that I just didn't see a team 
that was coming out and doing, you know, was playing solid hockey consistently. How many nights did they come out, play a shitty first period, play two shitty periods, then all of a sudden they get a power play in the third period, they'd wake up, they'd score three goals and win the game. That's not a recipe for success. It's just not. That's a recipe for 107 points in a parity-filled league. That's what that is. That's what that is. And I know the NHL loves parity, but you know what parity is to me? Mediocrity. Mediocrity. Was this league really that bad when we just had four great teams and everybody trying to chase them? (laughs) Wasn't that better than just 25 mediocre wild card teams? I think you... I, I just I was never convinced they were they were that good. And no, this stretch, year no, they, I didn't. I I and, and, and you know how many times they we'd see them come out like gangbusters in the first period and then coast for two periods, and hang on to win four three, or have to dig themselves or take a lead and then dig themselves out of it and win in overtime. There's just this team just doesn't have didn't. And didn't have a good, they didn't have a great season. They don't have a winner's mentality. No, they didn't. Call it whatever you want. Killer instinct, winner's mentality. They don't have it. But I think and I don't know I don't know how you get it. Well, I it, well, I think as fans we were sucked right back in after oh, maybe the Rangers can flip that switch when they went up 2 nothing. I mean, let's face it, those first two games they looked about as dominant as you could look. Yep. Carolina up to nothing, by the way. They've they already saw- got two goals on, on uh, Hall of Fame goaltender Akira Schmee. They broke the code. <laughs> Get shots on net. Quality you got to want to break the code to break the code. You got to want it. Got to want it. I uh I just feel like yeah, I didn't I wasn't but I felt like they had maybe they had kind of flipped the switch yet again. You know, you you hear the old adage, oh the playoffs are a new season and but you are right, you know, with the parity in the league and the fact that the last 15 dozen games you play are against teams that are out of the playoffs, don't give a shit. They're throwing out their minor league guys out there. You go, you know, you're playing Columbus, they're out of it. You know, they got the Trey Fix Wolanski out there. And you're like, what the fuck is this guy all about? That plays into it. But yes, if you followed the Rangers from start to finish, you knew this team was flawed. They just, you had a Keandre Miller who had a horrible season. You had, uh, you know, you had some guys who had good seasons. I think Kreider had a good season. I think Zabinajad had a good season. Um, I, I just, it just wasn't jiving and there was no fix. There was no fix. That's the thing. There was no adjustments made. And it, maybe, you know, I, as much as I would love, I I feel that Gawant 
is just two hands off. You need, and you don't need a John Tortorella to go in there and fucking curse out everybody. But you need a coach. You need you need you need somebody that's going to coach, and you need somebody that's going to hold guys accountable. Right. This team thrives on unaccountability. And the coach will be the first one to stick up for them, which is nice with dealing with the media. But, you know, I want him in there in the locker room in the guy's ear. Or, you know, you can't coach through fear. That's one thing I know. But you can coach with some tough love and some, like you said, accountability. And have guys respect. Uh, I want a coach that knows what's going on in the locker room. You know? So I've seen a lot of things. A lot of people want to move on from this coach. People saying, who's the next coach? I I don't know who the next coach is, but I just know I don't I don't want this guy coaching the Rangers anymore. I just don't. I, I never did. So, yeah, admittedly, I'm probably a little biased. And, yeah, maybe I was just waiting to pounce. But I'm ready to pounce. I'm done. You're ready done. to pounce. It seems like most of the fans are done from what I read. I was out in the, I was out in the Twitterverse today reading, reading from, you know, fans and not necessarily people that I know that are followers of, of us or the show or whatever. It seems, yeah, it seems like the fan base is, you know, had that's done out of frustration because they, they're out and – I mean, is maybe? It more, I mean, but I never wanted him in, and, I, and and I'm on record. You know, I'll stand by that. I'll stand by that. Well, I mean, we certainly have never, I've know, never embraced this coach. You know, me as a results-oriented fan, as you are. Uh, Fifty wins in the regular season doesn't do much for me, and I, that's if you include all the fucking overtime wins and all that shit. Uh, in two years, doesn't really mean shit to me. It really, <laughs> a first round exit is the worst result, other than not making the playoffs. Which, if, know. if these were, and if these were seven hotly contested games, where just didn't get a bounce, or you know, whatever. Lose you lose a couple by a goal, and there's a you know the okay I could live with that, but these were seven games where where they lost four games that they were barely involved in. You know I I know again I know they lost a two one overtime game I know that, but that was not a good game. Oh good, marvelous one. What is this marvelosi marvelusi? Wants to offer promotion of our channel, viewers, followers, views, and chatbots. Price is lower than any competitor. Price is no object here in the Blue Shirt Underground. Oh, yeah. We'll we got you, plenty of cash. We'll send you a check. Just give us your address. It's on the way. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Now get the fuck out. I don't know, Ed. I, I, I don't know that. Uh, you know what? I don't know the answer to that. Ed wants to know who do you want as coach. I don't know. I just know who I don't want. And I don't want this guy. That I know. Well, he's the biggest common denominator. Oh, 
that two more people started watching the show the minute we sent Marvelosi a, a, a check. Thank you. Thank we you. We appreciate those two people. That's a great business he's got going there. <laughs> shows a shows a hit. We're an overnight success. <laughs> We're a hit. I really comes to. Andrew brings up a name that I'm kind of intrigued with. Daryl Sutter, that's a name that intrigues you? I, I don't I mean, talk about God, he's got a fucked up face. I, I wouldn't mind seeing that fucked up face. I just feel like he's another retread. How many? Yeah, how many no, you're right. But I don't know. Go out and get a, a nobody? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that question. Trotz is unavailable. I, I just know who I don't want. I just know who I don't want. Right. You know, have you ever dated have you ever dated somebody that you've been unhappy with? Well, what do you want? Well, I don't know, but I know I don't want you. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's it. I don't know. I don't know what else to tell you. I don't know. I feel like the hey. I have I have some videos to play. We we've got a we've got a uh, already we've got a, Joe Garcia is waiting. Khan is waiting. Oh, I, yeah, Nick be... is waiting. We've got a bunch of people waiting. I want to play that. I want to play the Gallant video first, and then and then we can get to everybody. What's, we can what's start the... talking to people? What now? What video is this? This is this is one. Of, I mean, look at him. Look at him. Not a care in the world. I'm punching tables, and he's all happy. He chuckles the clown again. Today, yeah. I'm fine. Are you in all the no, I don't know. I didn't. No, no. Flash you either. Now, I'm going to start right there. I'm fine. Is there anyone, is there any fan, or is anybody fine? Everybody I know, every Ranger fan I know is ready to throw themselves off the George Washington Bridge. And this guy, look at him. Not a care in the world. No, no, I'm just saying, last, no, no, not last year either. How's today for you? I'm fine. I'm on a normal day. Yeah. Normal day. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Me too. We're fine. And how are you? People are hitting name. the mute button. They can't even listen to him. <laughs> Obviously, he's had enough. He's I've fine. Enough. He's fine. <laughs> Gentlemen, I hit mute. I get it. I can't listen <laughs> to him. Now, uh, Truba, uh, hang on, I got to find. Truba also spoke to the media, and they asked him how he liked playing for Gallant. And I thought I thought his answer was interesting. Okay. Uh, but I can't, um, hang on. A lot I of people f- pointing the finger at Truba. You know what? A lot of people, a lot of people want to blame Truba, and a lot of people saying that Truba is a bad captain. And you know what? I'm going to tell you something right now. Unless you have access to the Ranger locker room, which you do not, you are not qualified to judge the type of captain that Jacob Truba is. You're not. Nonchalant Gallant. I love that. That is awesome, Neg Type Thirteen. Sorry, I had to scroll up and find. I actually, I, I didn't mean to leave Ed's comment up there that long. Uh, all right, let's. You want to hear Truba real quick and then we'll take calls. Okay, all right. Oh, wait, I hit the wrong button. Share screen, where are you? Go, 
There he is. El Capitan. Story box and story box. Right. What's your relationship with Gerard Gallant and what does he mean to the players in this room? Um, I think it's good. I think uh, I think he's a guy that players respect. Obviously, he's played. He's been through uh, a lot of different situations as a player and as a coach. Um, yeah, I mean, he's, he's a guy that I think players enjoy playing for. What's your relationship with Gerard Gallant and what does he mean? I, to say his comments were measured. A lot of Not pauses. Jacob Truba's fault he's overpaid. It's not his fault. They offered him the money, he took it. What is he supposed to do? No, that's too much money for me? Tell me Tell me how many hockey players, sports athletes have turned down. No, that's too much money. Go ahead, I'll wait. I'll wait while you bring, where you bring me a list. There was a lot of pauses in that. That response. Right. All that was missing, I tweeted, I tweeted that video, and I said, all that's missing is the Seinfeld touching of the face. Depends on how high up your hand is, you know? I'm all right. No, nah, it's not good. I got to get out of here. You know, that's all he, that's all he was missing. Uh, I got to... I got to... <laughs> so, are you, are you ready to talk to... Yeah, I want to hear what... That's what I told her. Right now, I'm in stunned belief. Hi, Joe. Hey, guys. I I don't know where to start. I've been watching this team for 42 years, since the the 81 season. And this has to be the most epic collapse with a team that had this much talent on it ever. I mean, listen, I think Galant's a decent coach in in the regular season. But I, I don't think he's got it for the playoffs in a cup run. I'm sorry. Marty uh, Schottenheimer. So, yeah, something happened between games two and three and then leading into, you know, four and five that this team just stopped playing. What were they – why did they decide to play the devil's game in, in, in games three, four, and five? They decided instead of playing physical and standing up and, and – and, standing up at the blue line, they decided to start running and gunning with the Devils. Uh, everybody's given this kid, Schmidt, uh, uh, like he's the next, you know, Vezina winner. He's the next Marty Bordeaux for the Devils. And it's only because the Rangers didn't put any shots on him. You could see already. Carolina's winning 2 nothing. Right. I haven't looked at the box score, but I wonder how many shots that they threw on him. The Rangers threw nothing on him in, in four games. And look what happened when they did put shots on him in game six. They chased him out of the net. I I, I don't get it. Uh, Carolina had 11 shots on goal in the first period and held the Devils to one shot on goal. There you go. Right? So not only are they uh, getting shots on goal, they're getting quality shots on goal. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure who really wants Gallant back. I don't know why. Um, like you, Jim, and I, I don't know who the answer is. Um, I think, I mean, if Quenville didn't have the baggage that he has, I think he would be good. Uh, I think Laviolette's okay. Um, I'm not sure I see people calling for Knobloch. Uh, I'm not sure what, why we're calling for him just to maybe have a newer voice. That's not part of the old boys club. That seems, you right. know, the old boys coaches club that seems to circulate in the NHL. Um, 
I, I see um, Mike put up here in the chat, Daryl Sutter. Is is he much different than Gallant? Is he going to – I don't know. I'm not saying that he's not the answer, but I don't know what you guys think. But does have the pedigree, of, right? I mean, he's got yeah. – he is a coach that can coach. I, I feel like Gallant doesn't do much coaching, like in-game coaching. The, the, the adjustments come games way too late. But yeah, I I don't know. I don't. I don't have the answer like you. I I don't know who, but I've kind of seen enough of Gallant. Interesting uh, thing from Don Maloney there regarding Sutter. So uh, he spoke with Sutter two and a half hours before the decision. I felt his time expired with us. <laughs> That's like, weird. Like, no. way to put it. Every coach has a shelf life. Glenn Sather told us that, right? Yeah. Yep. But uh, I, I listen, I know that there, there there is a lot of responsibility on the players to go out and play, right? We that that's obvious. They they have to be the ones to to uh, to to do it on the ice. But I mean, the, it's the coach's responsibility to get them up, to get them prepared, to keep their heads in the game, right? Um, you know, at the end of the day. He, it's you know the Bucks got to stop somewhere, and, and and like everybody's been saying, we're stuck with the core of players because of you know no trade no movement clauses. A lot of these guys aren't going anywhere for a while, and we're not going to have a lot of cap space. And, and you know, I, I I don't know where they go from here. I, I don't think they should keep Kane. I see some people, hey, they should try to find a way to keep him. No. No, uh, I think he's just taking up a right wing spot at that point that a young kid could have. Uh, I'd love to keep Tarasenko. Doubt that that's even anywhere near possible. Uh, apparently, Mott made a quote today that uh, he's had discussions with Drury, and they, they're going to try. I think they're going to try to find a way to keep him. I like that idea. I'd love to keep him on on the fourth line. Um, I think maybe next year might be time to move the. The kids, are, well, we keep calling them kids, right? They've been they've been around for a few years now. But Heedle, Lafreniere, and Kako, give them some, you know, first or second line duties. Let them get time and see what you have. Um, you know, hopefully with the dismal playoffs that both Lafreniere and Miller had, they're not going to get their paydays. You know, they'll get a, a, a much smaller bridge than they were probably hoping for. But uh, and, and, you know, maybe save us a little cap space. Right. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I, I was stunned the other night. I shut it off after two nothing. I said, you know what? I'm not turning it back on until I until I see a a, a, a notification pop up that the rain destroyed. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't. I probably would have thrown my my phone through the wall and I would rip my TV off the stand. I mean, yeah, three nothing. Watch three nothing was enough for me when it was five minutes to go and it was three nothing. I said that's enough. Yeah, they just they so had I, no life. I've seen all I need to see. They're not scoring four goals in the last five minutes of this game. Yeah. I mean, look at Boston. Yeah, but, you know, we could laugh about it. Boston, you know, set the record, and then they got bounced, right? But at least in their game seven, they were down 2 nothing. They came back and took the lead 3-3. Three, three. Then the right. game got tied, and it went to overtime. At least you could say that they were they were fighting in there. The, the Rangers had nothing in this game seven. Do or die, and they had yeah, nothing. I mean, they showed us Boston, absolutely nothing. Boston they, just they didn't they get two – 
hardworking goals. You know, I mean, and the the overtime goal, or more so the the third period, the tying goal, they were just you know kind of fluky, not real skilled goals, what you would call just hardworking goals, and puck just went in, and you know what are you going to do? Yeah, I could almost live with that. You know, I, I think I could live with if I was a Boston fan. I think I could live what happened with what happened to them more than I can what happened to the Rangers because at least Boston's yeah, I mean, just, effort no, was there. No life, nothing, nothing, that, and that's what what the disgusting part was. The fact that you're in this game, you've been there. It's not like they, this was their first year in the rodeo. They were there last year. They played game sevens. You know what it takes to win a game seven. You, you know, as a group, they basically won se- two of them last year, uh, and then they ran out of gas against Tampa Bay, but. I mean, that effort was just disgusting. And I don't know if that was the players rebelling against Gallant or him just not getting them. I don't know what the story is. Like you said, Jim, we're not in the locker room. We don't know what the hell's going on. But right. it was just embarrassing all around. And for Gallant to come out today saying, yeah, he's fine, and he's giggling and stuff like that. I mean, nice. I would have been at that press jokes. conference. With, with, yeah, with my, I, would have, I would have been sitting there like this responding. <laughs> right. mean, Could you imagine how a are you that happy? Coach? Let's switch the – Say if a, a giant coach came out and did that and said that, oh, I'm fine, after this team got blown out like 48 nothing or whatever. It, it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen in New York. That guy should have been what Rick Bonus was when Winnipeg got bounced. He said there was no pushback. There's no pushback in this team. We had nothing. You know, they were a better team than us. They wanted it more. She should have said all that shit. And, and, and you know what I've never heard this guy say? It's on me. I didn't have them ready to play. I've never heard him take accountability. It's, it's we weren't ready. You know, I didn't see enough forecheck. It's always about what the player, you know what? It all starts with the head coach. You can, you can. You could put as much onus on the players, and that's fine. They deserved it. But you know what? I never hear this guy say, you know what? I didn't have them prepared. I didn't I didn't do my job. It it's always like, Gerard, how are you feeling? Who cares about his I'm fucking fine. feelings? I can give a shit less. He's fine. He's fine. He's fine, though. Meanwhile, yeah. all of us are in some kind of fucking bad mood for a week. We're hemorrhaging. And We're he's hemorrhaging. Fine. He's fine. <laughs> All right. I, I'm pouring gasoline on my Rangers gear and getting ready to set it on fire, and he's fine. <laughs> a team, <laughs> a team so special they had to make a T-shirt, said Sam Rosen. Yeah. Are they repairing that New Point, New York slogan, please? He was still pushing that T-shirt with five minutes to go to down 3 nothing in game seven. Tell me again how special this team is. Uh, so, all right, guys. Listen, right, I'm going to jump listen, off. I'll let somebody some else jump on, on here. Yes. All right, Joe. Thank you for checking. All right, guys. In. Have a good night. Thank, thank you, you, Joe. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. All right. Let's go to. Let's see, Matt Villano. I see you in the studio, but your video is not on. I messaged you, but you didn't answer me. So, if you might want to jump out and see if you can get your video on, and, and we'll put you up because I know you've been waiting. You'll, you'd be next up after after Nick. Nick's on vacation already. Nick said, fuck this. I'm going to Tahiti. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him. I like this. He's got, hey, how you guys doing? He's got I like the shirt, the hat. I want to party with Nick. Get, right. I got to relax got, a little, you know, like fucking take a load off. <laughs> you, got a little, you got a little Buffett going or a little Yacht Rock? He's got, there we go. Ron Royal there? 
Oh, wow. Ah, it's been horrible, you know, like, uh, whew. No, that was the thing that really kind of bothers me was, um, you know, they're not, they're making the pretty passes, you know, and that's, that's great. Like maybe have the first line do that, you know, make the pretty pass and stuff like that. The thing I was seeing was the devils, they were shooting for rebounds, you know, and like Shesty would save a first couple of them, but they'd always have somebody back there coming in for the next fucking rebound. We had nobody covering them. You know, like they just snuck in there and then they just knock it in. And it's like, <clears throat> it seems like our lines were going, you know, making the pretty plays, like making the passes, trying to find that perfect shot, you know, but we didn't have the, uh, just shoot and see what happens, you know, like, like everything right. was trying to be too calculated. And, uh, and to your point, to your point, Nick, I don't know if you saw this. I think it was Steve Valaket had this. The Rangers had seven rebound chances the entire series. Yeah. So seven. I mean, it's it's not something just I'm noticing. You know, it's, it's it's stuff other people are seeing too. You know, like it's I'm obviously not a coach or anything. You know, but like I'm a witness. <laughs> and it's like I, with the talent that we had. You know, like we made those trades. Like I had so much hope for this team. You know, thinking like, yeah, this could be our year. You know, like, oh man, uh, you know, we got Tarasenko. Oh. Oh wait! Oh no, Kane's coming. You know, and you know, yeah, Kane. But still, it's it's a name, and it, it rallied people. He sold out of jerseys. People were so excited about him, and right. nothing just fell dead. And I'm like, huh, <clears throat> you know, like like that's that's a, that's a kick in the throat, you know. But I was really hoping the kid line would show up, like they did last year in the playoffs. You know, like like oh shit, like everybody's talking about the kid line. Look at these guys go, you know, and like this year's like. Not a whole lot really happened from them, you know. Like, yeah, Lafreniere got a couple goals in the regular season and stuff like that. But it's like, who who was who was that Devils player that was the first round draft pick? You know, like he he's out there like lightning, you know. And it's like, whoa, 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 what the what the hell? <laughs> you know, like, why is our first round draft pick, uh, you know, unnoticeable, and other ones are doing great, you know? And like everybody's saying, oh, you know, give them more time, give them more time. It's like at some point you got to take off the training wheels, you know, like, like say for a football draft, you know, like they draft somebody and then do they need him five years for development? No, he jumps in there and he does his job, you know, and that's the thing is like, these guys are supposed to take off, you know, like they're going to be the next, you know, Sidney Crosby or the next fucking Ovechkin. Like all those guys were first round draft picks, you know, and we just right. happened to get this one. And it's like, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we traded away all of our new draft picks for, you know, Tarasenko for, for Patrick Kane, you know, like we got coming up with the pipes. We got Othman, Brendan Othman. Okay. Yeah. He's, he's decent, but he's not, you know, uh, what's that Brennan or whatever his name is. What's the, uh, one that we, yeah. yeah. Well, he's yeah. Not, you know, I mean, he's not gonna, we don't, I don't see him being the guy that saves this franchise. No. But, I mean, hell, we would have had a better year if we took the uh, the tank in for that uh, that Connor Bernard. You know, like All right. <laughs> at this I point, you. you know, like holy shit, <laughs> Nick, where are you? You got it looks like you got beautiful weather. You're, you're out in the yard there. Where are you? Yeah, I'm out in Oregon, man. <laughs> oh, Oregon. Oh, okay. Mm. All right. Yeah, no, I, I grew up on the East Coast. Loved hockey. Everything. Like that I was a Rangers fan since I was 11. And, uh, yeah, long-time Rangers fan, short-time listener, though, but I heard you guys' podcast, and I was like, oh, this is fucking hilarious. This is great. You know, these guys, they got that that, that good, thick 
East Coast accent, and I'm like, all right, yeah, well, these are my people, you know, like this is great, you know. <laughs> and then, you know, obviously the the complaining and stuff like that about everything, you know, like that's the nature of it, you know, like, and it's it's really good input, good insight, you know, like it's got me it's got me really excited about the interesting uh, perspectives you guys have and stuff. So I'm really really thankful for uh, finding you guys' show. Well, thank wow. you. We, we love having it. you, man. I mean, it's, uh, I feel like I told Jim before the show, I mean, eventually I'll be laughing about this. We turn misery into laughter. Right. Because that's the way I deal with life. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. you, you, you got to be you know? like that. You got to yeah. be like that. And, but right now I'm still, I'm a little, still a bit stunned. But, uh, looks like, uh, Gerard Gallant in his comments have given me some comedy fodder here. Well, he's fine. You know, at, at, like I was thinking, like it's at this point, I don't think it's the coaches. Like, how many coaches we've been through, like in the last couple of years? You know, like they they come and they go. You know, like it's just something's not clicking right. And you know, I think this year we really tried to to put some offensive power in it because that's what stopped us last year. You know, we weren't scoring enough goals, and so we bring in these these hot shots that are supposed to be out there scoring goals. And really, like Tarasenko. I mean, I liked him. He was putting shots on goal. You know, he wasn't like trying to make a fancy pass. He wasn't, you know, we got Panarin for the fancy passing. You know, we need guys like Tarasenko or I liked Vetrano last year. You know, he was he was making shots, you know, like get a second line that can, you know, go out there and, and take shots and try to get rebounds and stuff like that. And then have your first line, you know, doing the fancy triangulation or whatever it is, you know, and like have a have a dynamic of different ways to try to score instead of just you know, this is the way we play. This is our game. You know, like you, you got to make adjustments, you know, because I think that's what the Devils did. They made adjustments. They saw how we played. They're like, oh, these guys are going to make, you know, cross ice passes. They're not going to, you know, dump it in deep and then go down and fight for it as much. You know, they're going to try to take it in and, and line up and set up and then do the triangulation and try to get a, a guy open for a one timer or something. But right. and, and the power play. Even the power play, like I was thinking, oh yeah, you know, if you if you got Zbad, you know, sorry, I call him Zbad. <laughs> if if you got him on the, you know, the left side, you know, sitting there doing ready for the one timer, you could have Panarin on the right side ready for the same thing. You know, you got Kreider in the front of the net, so you can either pass it to him or shoot and make a shot. You know, and then you got the guys lined up on the point, and then you got three points of attack. You know, and they just like the right wing that's not not a lot of shots are coming from that side you know i'm just like okay you know yeah the z bad the one timer ovechkin's office or whatever it is you know like that's that's great to have you know that's a successful you know uh shot to take but there's got to be options cuz they're going to see that they're going to know oh yeah when it's power play time these are the guys that are going to make shots. It's going to be Sabinajad and it's going to be Kreider in the front you know like right. every once in a while well, you get Schneider most of the time, Zabinajad took that one-timer. As the series went on, Schmidt was ready for it. He was right in front yeah. of him. Yeah. He was ready for it. And so, You're I mean, there's, right. there's got to be a couple of tricks in the bag, you know, especially during a game seven, you know, like you, like Kreider was saying, you know, he's like, I think we still had a lot more hockey left in us. You know, like they, they could have poured it all out on that seven, but they didn't. And it just seemed like they were just defeated before they even, you know, really got a chance for it like like to piggyback off of um what joe was saying earlier you know like stand some guys up on the blue line you know they got speed guess what speed stops immediately when they run into a guy <laughs> you know like like how fast can you be at the blue line trying to sneak in there when there's somebody there to meet you you know like i i think we could have played a little bit tougher honestly like i would what i would have liked to see is uh during that game four when uh 
Heischer crashed into Shesterkin in the net. You know, like, they should have fought. Like, they, they lost the game. Like, I understand they were losing the game. They were probably going to lose that game. But still, you know, like, like I, I mentioned earlier, you know, like, hell, Truba and Schneider have been hitting dudes with clean hits all season, and other guys are trying to fight them, you know, immediately. So whether it's a clean hit or not, you fight them. That's a goaltender. You know, like, you got to let Shesty know that, you know, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna defend you, you know, like, and that's gonna let them know, hey, don't come near him, you know, don't go near right. that net, or we're gonna put you up, you know, like take a penalty, yeah, okay. Keandre Miller took that penalty after he should yeah. hit Igor the second time, you know, yeah, it should have been. That was weak. What Miller did there was like, man, man, yeah. man, man. He should just lifted him up by the hair and started to punch him in the face. Yeah, <laughs> fucking kick him in the ribs or something, you know, like right, you don't. <laughs> You don't touch your goalie like that. Yeah. You don't run it. I mean, this is this is hockey one on one. Kane's up three nothing. Wow. <laughs> and see, that's the thing is like, Kane's kind of play a similar style to the Devils. You know, they're really paced, they're really fast. You know, they try to get in there and like. Well, I, we I could beat them. I think Kane, we could beat them. We beat them last year. Well, the Canes are banged up, but they have a great coach. They play that system to a T, and when they're up, I don't want to curse anything, but it's very hard to beat them because they they play a, they lock it down. They lock it down. That's why Absolutely. I said if the Rangers had played the Canes, uh, Rod Brindamore's going head to head against Gallant is like forget it. He's playing what three dimensional chess, Rod Brindamore, <laughs> and uh, you know uh, Gallant's playing pickup sticks. You know, I mean, this is what. Uh, uh, so, so it looks like they're pulling uh, the great, steady and cool uh, Akira Smith, and now it looks like uh, Don Vito Vanacek is going in. Apparently, oh really? That's wow, what that's what I'm seeing and hearing. Yeah, well, I mean, we wow. did that to him in Game Six. Yep. Wow. Well, Nick, thank you for calling in. I hope you'll call in again. Yeah, and, man. Uh, welcome aboard. Points, bro. You will ride thank on you, points. Gentlemen. Thank I appreciate you. the yeah. opportunity. And yeah, uh, the chat room wants going. to come hang out at your house. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's, there's not too much hockey out here. I'll see you guys <laughs> in another time. Okay, right, take, take care, care, my care, brother. Nick. Thank you. All right, take it easy, gentlemen. Good night. Great first call. Massively great. That was fantastic. So, all right, let's bring uh, – we got Connor's been waiting. What's up, Connor? This is hostage number two, 217 in the middle of a bunker that I have no idea where it is. Oh, wow. None disclosed this location. It, well, you know, I will say when Gerard Gallant said, I'm fine, he looked like more of a hostage than I look like right now. I mean, it, it, I don't know what to say. I mean, it is, it is an empty feeling, even though we are now a couple days past this. It, uh, and look, we could talk about everything that went wrong, which is basically everything with this team. I mean, the only guy who you could say really showed up for uh, for some of those games was Igor. And even I, I'd even put that in the question, uh, really. I mean, you know, some days we got Vesna Igor, and other days we got the guy who we got all season who gives up at least three goals. Uh, I thought Igor was fine all season. I was fine. All right. yeah, no problem with Igor. He played enough. Good. Uh, I mean, he saved enough. Can't, well, I mean, agree with that. But it's uh, okay. I mean, he. I mean, he was the best guy out there. I'll. I'll say that. But I mean, 
the bottom line is, is that like in past seasons, whether it was the you know years after the letter where we were rebuilding, or last year where we made the conference finals, we at least had some basic idea of where to go uh, going forward. I don't know where we go from here. I mean, I I, I mean, you know, I I, I don't know. I mean, th- this is why. I have no problem letting uh, Elmer Fudd go because that's the one thing we can do that will at least make a positive change uh, going into next year. Well, it definitely will satisfy the fan base because it will give them new hope. Me. Right. Uh, But is it more than that? Is it the players? How much does it, the onus on the players, go out in there? We all know we... uh, Are we... uh, is it is it a question of these players just didn't put a hundred percent effort, or did they put a hundred percent effort and look awful? That's the thing, right? You know, if you're putting a hundred percent now, I can tell you, just from the observer, I felt like a lot of guys were dogging it in Game Seven. They were not that. They didn't have that commitment to win that you need. Uh, uh so I don't know. For me, I'm like Jim and you. I've seen enough for Gallant. I don't know what he does. I still don't know what he does. I didn't know what he did in the regular season. I still don't know. I was happy with the wins and the playoff success. But now that he laid this bomb, I I, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Again, where are we? Where are we as a franchise now? We're I mean, at zero again. I, I mean, here's the thing. I mean, if you look and you look, you can see this, especially in game seven, but even in any of the games we lost, okay, which is at the deadline, this team got a lot older and slower, whether it was Kane or Tarasenko. I, yeah, I'll let me off. Um, but like, but the bottom line is that like I complained all the time about how we were way too pass friendly and we didn't take enough shots on goal. But even when we tried to pass, the Devils were swiping it away from us and we couldn't keep up with them. And it's just like I want skate fast and not surrender the puck every five seconds. Okay. Well, I'll. I agree. Uh three one. Devils have scored. Oh my god. Was it uh was it Eric Halla, my favorite player on the Devils? Uh, uh he, Nathan he Bastion. Us. I know, he's a fucking asshole. Yeah. And if the and if the NHL game center app uh, or uh, website is correct, the Devils only have two shots on goal and one of them's gone in. I don't know if that's accurate though. I, I mean, at this point, I, I don't have much else to say other than what's already been said. Other than, you know, this is this is an offseason. We're going to need to reflect real hard on, like, what direction are we actually going? Because the, the hope that we had from last year, that's gone. And we can't blow it up because everyone's locked up in no movement clauses because God knows how many NMCs the Rangers love to hand out. Uh, so we can't blow it up. So, you know, we're... We're in purgatory here, okay? We're in purgatory. I, I think I think Mike DeCicio asked a good question. Did they think they were going to win game seven on experience alone? And I, I think the answer is yes. Well, yeah. we won two game sevens last year, okay? And last year was not that long ago. So, 
I mean, it, it's but this is not the same team from last year. Last year, we showed up in crucial moments. This year, not only did we blow so many leads, but in addition, we lost the games that we were supposed to win, whether it was against the Blue Jackets or the Capitals or the Senators, or and even the statement wins like closer to the end of the season. So uh, it, I... I don't know who I would want to replace with replace Gallant with. I'm with you, Jim. There, I want someone who's going to have cause a morale change because that's what this team desperately needs more than anything. We need someone who will change the morale and someone who will bring accountability to this team, which we have none of, by the way. We'll see. Good we'll point. see what happens. All right, Connor. Thank you very much, sir. We'll talk to you soon. Take it easy. Take care. What's up, Rock? Gentlemen, how are you? How are you? Uh, it's probably as good as everybody else, huh? <laughs> uh, just say, I'm fine. 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 I'm fine. I'm fine. You know, it's a normal I, day. It's a normal day to coach said. I'm fine. He is, uh, he is, He's the, in the he magic garden with Carolyn so- Paula. You know, he, he like epitomizes social awkwardness. It's incredible. I mean, you think the guy played in the NHL, you, you'd think he'd have a little bit more savvy a savvy way of dealing with the media and just dealing with with you know emotions and you know he, he I, I don't know how to explain it but he uh he definitely he definitely threw the team under the bus that's for damn sure i mean i i know you guys heard his post game sh- uh, comments about you can't just win on talent alone you gotta you gotta fight you gotta do this you gotta do that i'm, I'm obviously paraphrasing what he said Right. But uh, he definitely yeah. didn't take any accountability. And I think no. that's the one Nothing, thing that Bowen didn't like to begin with. I mean, how many times do you hear a coach or a manager? It's on me. It starts with me. Yeah. Not with him. Yeah. I don't, I've never heard that from him. Yeah. I mean, yeah. come on. I, listen, I'm always, I've always defended the coaches. I, 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 I always <laughs> feel like it's the GM that gives the coaches the, the players to play. Um, but I mean, it just seems so evident that they've quit on him. And now you're hearing the, the thing that I don't know if you heard about the Friedman reported that there was supposedly some argument in the locker room. Yeah. Let me, let me, uh, 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 let me bring that up. I have, I have that actually, hang on. Let me, I'm going to put it on screen. Let me, uh, yeah. let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, where is it? Here it is. All right. So, um, let me, oh, there we go. Actually, I can blow this up a little bit and we'll read it. I'll read it. Um, uh, this is from Elliot Freeman. I guess he had this on. Did I lose it? Shit, I lost it. Hang on. Yeah, it was on the Give Thirty Thoughts podcast. Hang on, I'll, I'll get it back. Give me one second. I'm sorry. I'm in a little trouble here. There we go. All right, it's back. Hang on, let me share it again. Uh, okay, so what it says is thoughts. Uh, NYR important news after one of the games of the series. There was a huge argument behind closed doors. And everybody could hear it. Coaches and management tempers were boiling over during the the series. All the tea leaves say they'll make a coaching change. In a lot of ways, it's the easy thing to do. There were times this year Gallant knew he was in trouble. There were times this year the Rangers looked around to see who would replace Gallant if they made a change. Panarin's massive success under Quenneville is, is why you're hearing his name. Yeah. So I mean, uh, obviously, and that's from that's, Elliot Freeman, yeah. and you know, that's not—he's a guy. You know, he's not putting something out there 
if there's not some, you know, if there's not some fire. You know, he doesn't just throw smoke. You know and, what I mean? And it seems, Jim, it's like Quenville seems to be the the guy that's being thrown around a lot. And if you're looking for someone with a resume and you're looking for someone that has rings and you're looking for someone that, you know, is pretty much the opposite of Gallant, he's the guy. And I, well, I it's either him or Sutter, right? I yeah, mean, him it, and it, Sutter, you know. Right. I mean, I, I understand the baggage. I mean, again, I don't know enough about the situation to start criticizing people. All I know is we've we've all cheered for Jose Reyes and Chapman and Michael Vick and all these guys of all this stuff that's gone on. Right. Again, and this is stuff that they did directly, and we still stood up and cheered for all of them. You know, I don't again, I don't know the situation, but I'm not casting right. stones against somebody that I don't know the entire situation or the entire thing that went down. But it's, to me, you know, he's again, the perfect guy. It's a it's a bad thing that happened. We don't know the whole story. We just we just have you know a lot of hearsay. Right. He resigned, and it was 13 years ago. You sit. There, I mean, so what? This guy shouldn't. I, I mean, this 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 world, especially the sports world, is all about second, third, fourth, fifth, ninth chances. So what? This guy should never coach again. They made a mistake. Did a stupid thing. Did you learn from it? Do you you know what? what I mean, I don't know. Well, that, that's kind of the way I feel. And, and you know, know. You, you can't you can't get rid of Panarin. And honestly, the, everything falls at his feet. I mean, this this is Rick Nash really all over again. If your best players are not your best players, and I've been saying this for forever, and I, I'm, it's actually getting me, me sick, you ain't winning. You're not winning a championship without your best players putting up points. And if your best players aren't your best players, then you're not going to win. Right. It's 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 just plain and simple like that. And if Quenville is the guy who they feel they can push Panarin's buttons the right way, then that's who you have to bring in because you're stuck with him. Right. I, I mean, if, if so, supposedly from what I've heard, what I've read is that Quenville's got to go into and kiss the ring of Gary Bettman, and, and you know before he can be hired by another NHL team. Okay, so he goes in and does that, and Bettman says, okay. We've had the conversations. I, I feel he's learned from it and, and, you know, and understands what needs to be done in the future, whatever. Mm-hmm. Grants his, you know, absolution or whatever you want to fucking call it. You're going to tell me nobody's going to give this guy a shot to coach? If some, you know, if Bettman clears it for coaching, then somebody's going to give him a chance. 100%. Somebody's going to give him a shot. 100%. So somebody's going to do it. Why not us? And listen. Again, I, I again don't know what happened, but to me, if you're going to replace Gallant with somebody, to me, you got to replace them with, with someone with with a resume and someone that's going to take no, take you know put these guys accountable. I think they're they're too happy in that locker room. I think they're too comfortable. You got too many guys with no movement clauses and and no trades. No one can get moved. So you know, there's no fear of being traded. There's no tr- fear of being sent down. I mean. You know, essentially, it's it's a room full of guys that have you know. There's no fear. So if there's no fear, right. w- you know, how, w- how do you get the, how do you motivate people? Well, you get a coach that's gonna strike fear into them. I mean, that to me, that's the only thing you can do at this point. My my understanding, Mario, was that he met with Bettman at the time, and then an hour after he met with Bettman, he just resigned from the Panthers' job. I don't think he was, you know. I don't think I don't know if his contract was voided. I don't think there was any. I don't think the league implemented anything against him. 
I, I just think they want him to have, come have another conversation before he gets back into coaching. And, and listen, there's a lot of smoke behind this because it's not just one guy reporting this. It's Friedman, it's Dreger, it's Saravelli, it's Greg Wojcinski, it's it's right. a lot of people. Well, him I trust least of all. But if, well, if Elliot Freeman's saying it, well, then I'm, I'm just, you know, yeah, I believe I'm just there's, there's a lot of Arthur Staples said it. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot of people. This it's more yeah. it's more than just one person talking about him. And to me, if you know, when there's that much smoke, there's definitely something around it. And and you know, I was talking to Sean earlier, Sean McCaff, and Drury not addressing the media and not putting this to bed, to me, that, that leaves the door open even more. You Says know, a lot. I don't, yeah, I don't know what's going Says on. Lot, and, right? I mean, he's – he's. we thought Sather was bad talking to the media, but at least he dressed the team at the end of the season. I mean, I don't know what the hell's going on. How do you not address right. the fan base and the media after this, which, which you guys said, which I was actually going to bring up tonight. If you were doing that, that, that bracket, that's number two as far as I'm concerned. This this playoff series loss through all time in worst playoff series I've ever witnessed live. I was at game four, and I'm going to tell you, with the exception of that game seven against Tampa Bay, it is the worst playoff game I have ever been to live. It was horrendous. It was boring. It was lackluster. It, it, it just reeked of everything that this team has done all season long with the lack of killer instinct, the lack of effort, the non-compete, the last 60 minutes of, of, of nonchalant hockey. And I've said it from day one, Jim, and you said it perfectly before. This team, you never felt comfortable with this team this entire season. It I always agree. felt like a struggle and a fight, and, and you had a right. scratch and claw. Every time you thought they turned the corner, they take three steps back. You know, they never seemed in sync. When the team was scoring, Igor wasn't good. When Igor was good, the team wasn't scoring. And no one, there was no cohesiveness amongst the guys. And it was just, it, it didn't, it felt completely different from the previous season. And again, I don't know what you do. The only change this team made from last year was they brought in Trocek. And to me, that wasn't enough to to upgrade this team. It was a lateral move you know, Ryan Strom. It actually made the team worse because Panarin got worse playing with him. I, I I didn't mention this before when we were talking about it. I wonder what Trocek and Gallant were going at it about in Game Seven. Did you see that? No, I, I saw that. I didn't. I didn't see Gallant. It. Yeah. Gallant. Trocek came to the bench, and Gallant's screaming at him, and Trocek's turned around looking at him, going back at him, and then Gallant goes back at Trocek, and then Trocek's just sitting there shaking his head, kind of. You know, not, I don't want to say eye roll, but kind of an eye roll, you know, just like whatever. Was it after he lost three straight defensive zone faceoffs? Maybe that's part of what, yeah. it, what he was They couldn't win a fa- any offensive zone faceoffs, too. Oh, you know, like the, I, said, I, said this, I said, this, I said this a couple of nights ago. I go, you know, guys can be 50 and 60% all they want, but if they can't win, if they can only win neutral zone faceoffs, then they're not worth anything. And when they start breaking it down to defensive zone wins, offensive zone wins, and neutral zone wins, that's really what the stat I want to see. Because you can win 50%. You can lose three defensive zone faceoffs and win three neutral zone faceoffs, and you're 50%. And to me, that, that doesn't help us. It's winning right. crucial faceoffs at crucial times. That's what makes you a good faceoff guy. That's Bergeron. You know, that's McTavish back in his day. That's Yannick Perot back in the day. That's, that, to me, that's a good faceoff guy. Is when he's money in, in the, when when the chips are on the table, then you you need an important faceoff one. See, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna defend Trocheck only a little bit to say that I seem to, and I said this on the show, so and I'm gonna stand by it. I thought the last month of the season, I thought you could almost see like him ramping up his game. 
getting more involved, getting, you know, drawing penalties, doing what we expected him to do. Like he was ramping up for the playoffs. But again, he was just another guy. It was just a letdown for the right seven games. I, and I know you're not a big fan of his to begin with, but I thought it was a lateral move. But, you know, he, and again, you know, he was disappointing in the playoffs. He's not alone. I really thought he was going to be a key guy in this series. I really did. Well, you needed him to be. And that's all I heard from, from all the, all the defenders of him was, oh, he's tenacious. He's hard on the puck. He, he's, he's a little rat and he does this and he does that and he agitates and, I didn't see any of that. Did he go? Did he run the goalie once the way Heisher and Timo Meyer did against us? I mean, what's going on when these guys come here? They forget how to play the game. I mean, that's all I heard from everyone that was a fan of his. Oh, you're going to see he's tenacious. He's going to get in the corners. He's going to do this. He's going to do that. He did none of right. that. He did none of that. You know, and and I'm waiting. I'm saying, well, you know what? I, I want to. I won't be mind being proven wrong. Yeah, I saw Lafreniere was all zeros. Listen, as far as Lafreniere is concerned, guys, they got to ride this out. You know, they just can't dump him yet. I, I understand that there's the, the feeling behind that, but I honestly believe you, 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 he's not going to get a big payday based off of this. And if I'm if I'm Drury, I'm sitting him down. I'm sitting Miller down and saying, listen, I'm just letting you know now, you're getting your qualifying offer. That's it. Well, you, you, here's you, the you thing: you can hold out all you want, but that's all you're getting. Here's the thing, if and I'm kind of I I was never I am not a big Keandre Miller fan either, mm-hmm. but I, I'm all for hanging on to him because if that's what it can. But if you're gonna if you're gonna stick with Miller and Lafreniere, you can't do it with this coach because it's just not gonna happen. Neither one. I mean, Lafreniere is never gonna get out of the third line with this coach. It's just not gonna happen. I mean, even as good as they were in the playoffs last year, Larry Brooks said it a couple of times that. The coach was not as uh, was not as impressed with the third line as everybody else was in the playoffs last year. The thing he's just he's right. he's not going to he's stubborn. He he trusts the veterans to a fault. He is just not, and he's not here to develop players. <laughs> quote well, unquote. Be, call, call it what it was, Jim. Whoever they bring in is not going to develop players. They're in win now mode. The trades they made at the trade deadline. There, there's no there's no more developing guys. You know, and they, listen, they dropped the ball already with those two guys. They did. They should have played in Hartford. Oh. I don't care that they're first overall, second overall. I said this the other night, and a bunch of people. McDonough played yeah. in the minors. He had a pretty nice career. Yeah. JT Miller, Buchnevich, uh, Chris Kreider, you know, Anisimov, Callahan, Dubisky. I know they're not first overall, second overall, but they all played in the minors, and they all played 10 years in the league. Yeah. So, well, I mean, Schneider started in the minors. Schneider, thank you. Another guy, Brady Shea played Brady, in the minors. And, and and what I love about Braden Schneider, and I've said this before, what I love about Braden Schneider is Braden Schneider did his time in Hartford. It wasn't long, but from the minute he showed up at, at MSG, he looked like he belonged. Right. And he's really never looked like he didn't belong. Right. So, you well, know. Ryan Lindgren played I mean, at the minors for a year too, right, didn't he? I mean, why, why, why is it that remember. these yeah, guys, are they so afraid? Why? Because they were drafted first overall. They can't play in the minors? They, I, I, I don't know. understand that. I don't understand the thought process behind it. And I think the issue, too, with this team, with the development aspect of it, especially from the forward perspective, was, you know, when they, when they signed Kreider and they had Panarin, they didn't expect to win the draft lottery. And Lafreniere was the consensus first overall pick, even though the t- guy Tim Stutzler is probably going to be the best guy in that draft. From all accounts, from what it looks like, you know, Possibly. I mean, 
what are you supposed to do? You're supposed to pass up on the consensus first overall pick since he was 15 years old because you already have two other guys blocking his blocking his path. And I don't understand why these guys can't switch wings. I mean, we, we all played hockey. I mean, I, we never played professionally. I played all, every position, every wing, center. They didn't care what side I played. All of a sudden, now there's a specialty. You have to play the left side. You have to play the right side. I, I don't get it. I mean, I, that's just me. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I don't disagree with you. But I, I just, you know, I, I just think, I don't know. I, I just think it's time for a change. With the coach? I don't, you, I don't like this coach. I never did. And I just think it's time. I, well, I, I'm not. I think I'm it's not played out. It. I'm not against it. I think. I think this is. That's the. I think this is their only option. Because they need to get. I just to don't see going. this guy coming back in September and rallying this team to better things. Well, especially all the if, stuff you're hearing now. Yeah, yeah, especially right. after the, now. I mean, that's there's a disconnect there. If this reporting is true, absolutely. And I think that's an irreparable disconnect. That if what Friedman and the rest of the guys are. And I just want to I, I, again. I, I if you go back and watch Truba's video, I just think he was just way too measured, way too many pauses in his words. If he was that on board with the coach, and you can't have a even Callahan, John Tortorella, they had a connection. You know, Ryan Callahan wasn't a world beat. You know, he wasn't he wasn't an elite player, and John Tortorella had his issues. But coach and captain, we saw it on twenty four seven. Go back and watch twenty four seven. They were in sync. Coaching captain, you know, uh, Truba just looked way too measured in his words. It reminded me of when he spoke after the helmet toss game and he was so upset and there were just so many things that it looked like he was holding back. Well, he said it. I, I got to be careful what I say. Right. Yes, he said it right. in that interview. Right. He said it. I mean, it's. He was very measured, and uh, the Goodrow comment too, which I thought was hysterical when he said that. I didn't, I didn't listen to the Goodrow comments. Essentially, let's just play what however did, we want. <laughs> what did he say? Oh, we let Goodrow. Goodrow. I mean, didn't you? You commented on it, didn't you? He said uh, he lets us play our game the way um, how we want how we want to play it. He doesn't. He doesn't try to change. Oh, I how think we Eddie play. said that. Who was that? Maybe Eddie said that. I think it was oh. probably me. Because I, I don't think I. I didn't really hear all of Goodrow's comment. I only oh, heard some of them. Yeah. And I think I was too focused on the fact that it was the first time I'd seen Goodrow without a beard. Well, he also <laughs> They're all, that's so depressing to see them all clean shaven because you know, know the season's over. Oh, he said, Goodrow said, uh, let's us play how we want, how they want. That's what he said. Someone just posted it in the chat. Well, guess what? That ain't working. Yeah. I'm getting ain't working. There would I'm be Mark Doffler once said, that ain't working. That's the way you do it. <laughs> the big, the biggest glaring thing with him was Ruff made adjustments. He took Ryder out of the equation on the power play. He made the adjustments. And for everyone that was couldn't get Lindy Ruff out of town fast enough, that blamed him for everything, like the way they blamed Mike Sullivan for everything. You know, they couldn't get rid it's of these guys deal. fast enough. And what happens, you know, Ruff specifically shoves it up our ass. <laughs> Right. You know, I mean, essentially, that's what he did. And uh, there were no adjustments made. Essentially, they just did exactly what they wanted. And these guys came out. And I've said it from the day one of this season, ever since, they have zero killer instinct. They don't know how to put teams away. They don't know how to how to uh, handle adversity. And it was just, you just could see it. You saw the writing on the wall. Very, very fragile. Teams and very that, that stems from the top, Jim. That stems yeah. from right from the top. 
I'm telling you, that's why I said to Eddie before this team, they need to go on that Tom Rennie thing where they all went to West Point yes. to the army train. Yeah. You know, they need to, they need, they need to train like Navy SEALs. Yes. No, they so. do. They need something. They need, they need something. I, they're missing an ingredient that I don't know. Cause you look at this devil's team and this devil's team guys, they're going to be giving us a hard time for a long time because long time. Young, I think, I think, you know, so. and they just added Meyer. He's not going anywhere. You know, Plot's been always been a thorn in our side. He sure, you know, it's just going to keep coming. And they they got guys that aren't even in the lineup. This the guy that drafted second overall, the defenseman, the uh, Slovak, the Czech kid or Slovak kid. And he's he's that's another stud. And they just Dawson Mercer's really good player come, too. Yeah, Dawson Mercer. Dawson Mercer. Yeah. So <laughs> we're we're gonna be we're gonna be in it with them for a bit. So right. Get ready. All right, Rock, we're going to take some other calls. Yes. Thanks for yes, calling I in. Thank you. Thank you so much time. No, no, right, wrong, and uh, I'll talk to you guys soon, all right? All right. Take, take care. Take care, my Later. friend. Bye. All I right, just wanted see. to, a uh, long-time, uh, all-time Blue Shirt Underground fan, Mandar, has renamed uh, Alexei Lafreniere Laughingstock. Uh, so, uh <laughs> Good call, Rock, by the way. Absolutely. Uh, uh, as always, um, I agree. I think that Keanu. I'm laughing at Sean McCaffrey. He said, West Point, they should be sent to Camp Crystal Lake. <laughs> <laughs> Which is uh, Friday the 13th, right? For those yeah. of you that don't know. Okay. Um. All right, I, so – oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I don't know. I uh, – you know, Keandre Miller, hot fudge, chocolate smoothie, as I've called him in the past. You I hope. am now open to moving him. <laughs> and <team>. What? <laughs> Oval team. Oval team. <laughs> Listen, I'm a Call big – oval team. He had a disastrous <laughs> season – a disastrous playoff. The I can grenade. It. Yes. The Kian grenade just didn't have it. I'm hoping he has a rebound season, but if he only gets a qualifying offer and he he'll be more just don't give him any no movement clauses or whatever you could give him. I don't know. But the Rangers have some <laughs> depth on defense in the minors. Um and maybe they could turn it in. I don't know. I'm just saying that, you know, something's got to change. But I didn't hear this report. Like I told Jimmy before the show, uh, I I kind of didn't really pay attention to anything after the game. I, I just didn't want to see anything. No, I've, I've, I really haven't. Until so today. now that I'm hearing all this thing come in during the show, I'm getting more steamed about Gallant than I started. Right, right. With all this, uh, uh, Robertson is an option. I think Zach Jones is too small to play this game. Um, I'd like to see Matt Robertson on this team next year. I think Matt Robertson wants to be on this team. I don't. I don't know where he fits, but I would really like to see him on this team. Uh, and I also was, you know, we saw. Mikola, and I see he's being mentioned in the chat room. He really was one of the only offensive d- d- defense, a, d- a defenseman that was actually p- trying to carry the puck in the zone and press. Joining the rush. I mean, right. Where was why? Keandre Miller? 
What? Why? Why is he the only He's one? He's a big guy. He was fairly successful at doing it. But, you know, why is Keandre Miller not doing this? I mean, you're giving up breakaways left and right. You might as well just take some chances. Right. Same thing with Truby. He had no goals, right, in the playoffs. Uh, All right, I'm going to – Okay, I'm gonna let you pick the next caller. We have six callers waiting. Oh, we got waiting on hold. Going. We got Jack. We got Blaine. We got Mike Halleck. We got Costa and Cutter. Let's go with Cutter first because I got a trivia question for him. You want to go with Cutter first? All right, I'll, all right. Well, we won't go with Cutter. <laughs> you know, the way you said that. Let's go to the new people. Who are we the got newer a big people? crowd here? You want to go with Cutter first? All right, we'll go with the newer people. Cutter, Jack or Blaine? You pick. I'll go with Blaine. Blaine. All right. Blaine, welcome to the program. How are you, sir? Yeah, what's up, guys? How are I you? I can't man? believe you're going to go with fucking Cutter over me. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> well, I had a trivia question for him. I'd rather much, uh, singing that you're drinking. What kind? What are you drinking? You're not drinking a um, beer. Corona, Pink Whitney. That's supposed to be the good luck charm for game seven. So that didn't work. <laughs> so uh give us your thoughts i like that i like that i like that several of our callers are drinking during this of course during this. Ah, brutal time. brutal game that's all i got <laughs> <laughs> well who are your who are your goats who are the guys you're going after responsible main re- um actually i think a lot of people are shitting on panera and i'd fucking He's got good stats. He just shit the fucking bad once this year, you know? Like, you look back at his other playoff stats, they're not that bad. You know, I think people are shitting on him a little too much. It's 2023. You're not allowed to shit on Keandre because he's black, right? (laughs) We did a lot. I've already already pretty much uh, shit on him. I think uh, you could shit on him. But I think you're probably right. There are a lot of Ranger fans that are like, hey, I can't criticize him. But he was he showed goodness for a fucking quite a bit there. Yeah. Uh, Middle of the season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was pretty uh, – he was excessively horrible uh, pretty much the whole season. What about uh, – well, see, with the Panarin, I kind of agree with you because he's the easiest target. He makes the most money. He's the most fancy. Uh, it it just can't be on him though. It just can't be on him. I think it's, it's yeah. Like the whole team shit the bed. That was fucking brutal. Like I actually, I started listening to you guys fucking after Game Seven of Tampa. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> oh boy. Salute. <laughs> I needed something to fucking take my anger out, and you guys help with that. So <laughs> yeah, well. You know, you, you got to vent somehow, man. I mean, you got like me, I laugh, but uh, I'm hurting inside. I still don't know what to say. I don't know what, I don't know what the diagnosis is on. How do you fix this shit? Pink Whitney. <laughs> Pink Whitney, that's how you deal with it. Blaine actually, Blaine actually sent me a direct message on Twitter, I think yesterday or today, and said, how do I get on the show? I got a few words for this team. <laughs> I was still I was still up from after the game. I was up all night there. <laughs> Stewing. Going into the game, what'd you feel? 
Ah, uh, I don't know. I thought they were going to win for sure. I was actually, I was in the middle of the Yukon for fucking like fucking like all the, like up till game seven and fucking there was like one TV up there. Fucking, I had to go. There was one bar I had to spend like a hundred and some dollars every night just to watch this fucking bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Now, where where are you? You're so you're in Calgary, uh, Prince George, BC, middle of BC. So, how did you, how are you a Ranger fan? Um, Fell in love with Hank's beautiful face and hair there back in 06. <laughs> back when he took over for weeks. He, uh... <laughs> That's great. Fell in love with his beautiful face. Yeah. Aren't you glad you did? Aren't you glad you did? It's really paid off for you, huh? I mean, I fucking, I switched from the Nux, so like fucking still happy with the decision over that, you know? <laughs> yes, that's hysterical. Uh, 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 Cutter is uh, he's excited that you're he's a fellow Canuck is in yes. this is on is on with us. You don't put me in the same group as that guy. <laughs> I'll, fucking, I'll start listening to Blue Shirt Breakley. Cutsy's okay, he's loyal. He's loyal. Hey, we changed it. We, we converted him from a Leafs fan into a Ranger fan. I think he might switch back now. So what were you doing in the Yukon? Rebar. Beautiful oh, okay. rebar. What a what a shitty life that Yukon is. Holy fuck. <laughs> they, they sent me to a camp with fucking fucking five shitters. One was out of order. Two had no locking doors. I was like, what the fuck is happening here? fucking they had no shitters on site my buddy's shitting in the woods fucking 10 times over the course of it i still made it to watch ranger games though that's some dedication that is some fucking dedication (laughs) it is dedication well we're glad you're back from the yukon we're we're glad you're uh tuned into us and we're we're glad you you seem to be drinking about 12 different things He's got to kill the Are pain. Are you just like, do you have, kill do you have the different pain, beers bro. and alcohol like scattered around your room and you're just like circling? And, you know, you're I mean, after, after that game seven, you should have seen the kitchen, man. It was like a fucking bomb went off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That's it. So brutal. It was just brutal. That's basically your summation of the whole thing. I mean, like you guys said, it's fucking, it's right up there with Tampa 15, fucking Henrik and 12. I don't know what to say. That was pretty brutal. At least the Henrik and 12, there was like some effort in that game, you know? Right. Right. Do you think, but yeah, like right, right off. Ah, yeah. Fucking A. I want his head on a fucking stick. (laughs) 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 Fucking, I'm over it. All right. Bring That's Quinn good. back. Okay, just kidding about that. <laughs> <laughs> you miss his hair, his finely coiffed hair. <laughs> I mean, he's right up there with Hank. He's almost yeah, there, you good. know. Although I think Matt Morello met him and said he I don't know, he's not a good dresser. So I don't know. Who gives well, I got shit? to meet we got to meet David Quinn before one of the games. He was he was a snazzy he's right. dresser. He's snazzy. Yeah, he was I'll put him up there. Who's all right? What about the Joel Quenville? You got any? Uh... I'd love it. I'd love it. Uh, I like it. I like yeah. that Blaine. And all David. for it. Miss, 
Blaine, Blaine <laughs> said something interesting regarding getting a Stanley Cup and what he would do for it. I'm not going to repeat it, and I and I don't think I don't think oh. Blaine should either. Oh. Yeah, I, 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 yo, I saw that comment. That was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna just leave that in it's the funny because it's true. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> well, I like you're a bottom line guy, and I like that. I appreciate that. You want it, whatever you gotta do, illegal or legally, to get the Rangers to win the cup. Exactly. That's what you do. All right. Well, Blaine, thank you for calling in. I hope you'll call in again. Great call. Yeah. Bears. Fucking. Thanks, guys. Yeah. All right. Take care. We'll talk soon. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> See, that's a phone call. We're getting some good ones tonight. Yeah. Boy, I'll tell you, the more miserable it is, the better the show. Well, that's why we're the top-rated show for many years. A lot of misery. There's Jack. Jack's in the dark. Oh, there he is. I could see him. What's up, Jack? How are you guys? First time, very, I hate the cliche, but first time, very, very, very long time listener. I only listen live during COVID, but it's been all podcasts and YouTube since then. Jim, I've, I've been sending you stuff on Instagram for years. I dropped off stuff at Eddie's house for the viewing party. Yes. I'm a long time listener. Oh, great. Glad you finally called in. Uh, I'm I'm walking my dog in the mean streets of Sable, New York. Oh, you're over there in Sable. I'm a transplant from West Islip, so I really traveled far. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. First you, uh, of all, long time listening, like I said. You, you sent me the 32 thoughts thing, right, Jack? Yes, I did. Yes, thank you for that. I just I <laughs> did Jack also ago. is the the man responsible for the hat as well. The, the 1995 hat. Yes. Yeah. I could not, I couldn't look at that thing another year. I, <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <clears throat> yeah. I did have like, I got like a sweatshirt from Dick's, whatever. That's not, but like I said, long time listener, long time. We, I don't know how, I don't know. That. I don't know how I'm going to follow the, the frozen alcoholic guy that was on before me. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it it took a lot for me to call. Like I said, I never listen live. But are you using uh, 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 Chris Costopoulos's webcam? No, I'm on my phone. He's, oh, he's outside my, on his phone. Yeah, oh, okay. Outside on my phone, like I said, walking the dog. Kids fell asleep, roaming the streets of. Oh, I'm sorry, roaming the mean streets of Sable, New York. Yeah. So what? So, what, what's your thought? I, I was just miserable and I needed to just be on live with you guys. And honestly, the thing that really makes us, that makes everybody miserable was that after the run last year, all we were told, we were sold the snake oil of these guys coming in and now our team is so much better and it was so much worse. <laughs> the snake oil, <laughs> you know, nobody listen, gun to your head. Nobody who's not like an inside hockey guy likes having Gallant around. Plain and simple. You know, the, someone said on a podcast one time, the only X and O's is that, that that guy knows is three in a row makes a win. You know, he knows no X's and O's. He's just, you would think this guy has won cups upon cups upon cups because his method is what wakes or whatever he says, what? and he never changes anything. 
right? He's a hard-headed guy who's never won shit. The only thing he's ever won is getting kicked out of places two, three years. And guess what? And I want to hear, you know, I'm sure you guys talked about the Truba thing. I didn't hear, but come on. Truba, Truba should stay away from other card table. You know, Truba, he was, you could tell he wasn't going to say anything. Guy's a pro. Truba, Truba was one of the shining lights for me in this series. Truba, when, when he laid out Meyer, he looked at the re- he looked out of the bench and he was trying to fire those guys up and nothing was there. Right. Nothing was there. You know, it was so lame. We got ourselves all hyped up for this. Oh, Patrick Kane, I was walking around. I, I was like, this is great. You know, I was in, that was one week of fun with Patrick Kane. That was the most, that was the most fun we had all year because there was hope. And then everyone, all my friends, I, was, I found you guys because all my friends are Islanders fans. Oh, God. And I just am getting, I'm, I'm just getting tortured left and right. I got, what? And now all, I'm, 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 Their these guys are. is dead. I don't, I'm no. going to say that for the next show, that how bad that team is. Here's the thing. They enjoy us losing just as much as themselves winning. And then my one, one of the few guys that's done it for me as a sports fan ever. I don't know if you guys talked about this yet or not, but Eli Manning holding that goddamn red pitchfork. I saw on Instagram nearly broke my heart. Uh oh. Yeah, Are you aware of this? That. I'm aware of it. I, I Eli. just pretended I pretended like it didn't exist in my world. Oh listen, I'm 39 years old. Eli Manning is my guy. College. It was St. Patrick's Day when they got Plexico before he shot himself. Like, I'm a long-time Giants fan. But this Ranger team has never given us anything. That's why, that's why Gallant gets me. He's never won anything. And he's, he's up in that press conference today laughing, chuckling, up to all this usual nonsense. Chuckling. You would think that, like, like they, they were on a bad West Coast trip, the way he was laughing and, and joking. Yeah, you know, we had a couple bad games. But, but my record is proven. You just lost in the first round. Your record just got proven. Like, time for you to go. The shelf life is... The milk has gone bad. The French-Canadian milk has gone bad. <laughs> and I don't know if Quenville's the answer. It sounds great right now. Honestly, uh, I don't even know. But this loss is just... It's, it's up there. I think it's right in line with that. What was it? 4-1. We lost against Tampa in that game seven. It's even, I would even say it's close to teetering to be worse than that loss, to me at least. You know? Well, I think you're spot on. It's just, it's so frustrating. And, you know, I'm just a regular guy. I got some goofy, you know, job. I'm in education, whatever. But who's going to these games? Right? All these delusional... I see yeah. more younger faces at these games. I mean... Uh, yeah. You see yeah. a lot of younger... There's no grizzly, yeah. like, grizzly fans no. going to these games anymore. These, these season tickets are in, like, trust funds. 
Yeah. You know? And then, and then you see, you know, with all social media stuff, all like the fights and everyone's getting into. I will say, though, I did laugh when the kid in the devil's mask was waving at those kids because those kids look like two little trust fund kids anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have much pity for those guys. But this is, I don't know where, where this ranks for you guys, but this is top three, if not one, most disappointing season to me. No, I think you're, you're pretty spot on. I mean, the only thing is I say, well, we kind of saw it coming. Even though no, I, I deemed this the best team the Rangers have assembled going into the playoffs. Yeah. But the way they played, the core play before the additions during the regular season wasn't very good. It, was, it wasn't consistent. Yeah. You know, like, so I – and they – Let's face it, they were underdogs going into this series. Yeah, but did anyone really, really believe that? Uh, Las Vegas believed it. That's the only the reason I put my money. I down know they just had lost. It's <laughs> it's just like they just find a different way to do it every time. For you know, go right. like go back to all, all these different coaches. I'm I'm the tough guy. They blow it at the end. I'm the you know. I'm the guy that chews gum and wears a nice suit below it at the end. You know, I've always said that. I've always said that, you know, God bless his beautiful soul, but they should have traded Lundqvist after that King series. He was making too much money and he just wrecked the salary cap for years and we got nothing out of it, you know, and, and, and this devil's loss just like ties all that BS same shit into it. Right, the king without a crown chance by those mongoloids in Jersey. <laughs> Mongoloid, there's a word you don't hear much anymore. Like, like but it's, but it's true, and these oh, so, Cretans. Yeah, but shame on us. Those guys have the cups, cups. You know, the Dick Verdor, and just like all the shit we've been through with those guys. And just losing to the Devils again just brought all that back up. Those old stupid Hank years where we couldn't get a goal. And now, like, now we're this fast, oh, these scoring smart, battle-tested veterans. Disappearing act. Constant disappearing act. You know, Panarin was the most visible one, obviously. Because at least, at least it looked like he was trying. He wasn't doing anything. But at least... He actually, he popped out to you as skating around trying to make something happen. Like I said, nothing happened. As we all know, nothing happened. But, you know, there were some guys. Lafreniere is just a joke. He's laughing stock. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows how, you know, how Lindgren even gets through, through these seasons. He's like the crash test dummy with like a Viking beard. And it's just like. It was just, it was just so bad. I'm sorry to rant, you know. It's okay. But That's what we're here for. What else? It's just to do? talk about the next game. No, exactly. You know, it's just, it's brutal, and it's just a summation of all the brutality wrapped up into one. And it's the Devils, and it's just like, it's just ugh. And not for nothing, there's a, as as we look at it right now, it seems like there's a pretty wide open path. You know, 
the Bruins are gone. Right. Ovi and Ovi and Sid are, you know, whatever they're doing, but they're not there either. You know, it's a, it's a, it's all these young, you know. Well, that's what like, I. It's all these young guys, and that's what crippled the Rangers. Is they you... buy this. I mean, right? They draft these two guys. You would have thought it was over. First overall pick, second overall pick. We get some kid that looks like he's in like he belongs in, in like a private high school where like you need a uniform, Lafreniere, and then Kako. He's been miserable since the first day. Yeah, remember that creepy. Remember that creepy interview after he got drafted. I like it here or whatever he said when he first got drafted. Capo Caco. I don't remember that, it. No. Yes, it was like I like it here. It was some like weird robotic Finnish kind of mesh where they told him what to say, and it was so obvious that he was trying to remember it in his head the whole time, and then he just said it. Right. He had. He was, he was frowning then when he got drafted. You know, we got like these two duds and then we had this, and then the kid who just smoked us, who didn't even really play that well. We got to stare at this kid, this little boy or whatever, Jack Hughes, the kid's unbelievable. We got to stare at this kid. Oh, remember, remember that? Oh, is a Kako. A lot of people would go overall with, with Kako first. Yeah, okay. He's a bum too. And when, and when you don't, right, that was why the letter, the letter, and then the, you know, the, oh, well, we're changing our plans now. And they got the first and second overall pick and nothing has happened. And it's just, it's just so frustrating. Hard to you argue. Know, right? Oh. Like we've invested, you know, I've invested in over a decade of listening to you guys talk about this. So I feel like I've had this conversation with you guys you know, a thousand times, even though it's the first time I've ever even talked to you, you know? Yes. Well, that... But like, it's just, it's just brutal. It's like, what are we doing here? It would be like, Hey, every time you open that, uh, that door, you're going to get punched in the face. And then just once a year, you just get right. You, you go knock at that door again and it opens and it punches you right back in the face. These guys haven't done shit ever. Since 94. That's why I gave you guys that hat to raffle off. I couldn't look at that fucking hat anymore. I've grown to hate 1994. Right? Any, any weekend hockey game on NBC or whatever the hell they put it on now. Right? I gotta see some fucking stupid clip of Mateau again and again and the guarantee and blah blah blah. I'm over it. Well, it's like the I hear you. It's almost Joe become a joke. It's, it's like the Joe okay. Namath, you know, saying win number one as he goes into the tunnel and they win the Super yeah. Bowl. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Except literally the opposite ever since. You know, that's right, why Jack. I'm so – see you. Go later. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Oh, we're going to – yeah, thanks for calling in. We'll talk to you soon, Jack. Take Thank care. You. Get home safe. We'll see. Later. All right. Take care, my Bye. brother. Good call from Jack. I was just waiting for Robert Stack to start narrating or Ted Bundy <laughs> to come up behind him. And I got to tell you the comments. Listen, he made some very, I think, very funny points. And uh, Yeah, and I mean, you know, he's, I, I get it. He's angry. He's frustrated. He's, he's tired. He's tired. Uh, it was, uh, 
It did remind me of the blog talk days. I will say, <laughs> right? That's what I'm saying. It reminds me. It was talk. good though. It was, you know. <laughs> What's uh, up, Mike? What's up, fellas? Oh, there he is from the break room from FedEx. Sir, can you guys hear me all right? Yeah, yeah, great. Yep. Good, good. Just like your previous calls, I'm pretty ticked off myself. <clears throat> I got, so, don't blame you. Here's how my day started Tuesday. I wake up, my wife comes in the room, grabs both my hands, and looks at me and goes, I'm sorry for the sports. She doesn't give a damn about sports, but she just tried to make Right, feel that's good. how. And then I had to go to work, and everybody was like looking at me that you knows that I had jerseys hanging in the break room here in my truck and all that. It's just... Any devil fans at the center there? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. oh, yeah. But the worst of it all, actually, it's, it's the best of all. I love him very much. But my cousin Emilio is a huge Devils fan. He was oh. actually at game one. Luckily for me, he hasn't said shit. Oh, I actually okay. talked to him That's this nice. afternoon. That's nice. Yeah, he knows. You know, so. It's funny that you mentioned that your your wife did that to you because my my dad is eighty five years old and not really following hockey like, but he knows how much I care. And I walk I walked into his house and he started going like this to my shoulder and I thought, what is he gonna tell me he's he's got cancer or something? Like what's going on here? He goes, sorry about your Rangers. And yeah, my wife also sends me pictures on. Via text messages of tissues. Oh my God, that's just that. To, that's not right. Just, to, just to break my balls. No breaking balls. If cousin Emilio doesn't break your balls, then uh, you know she shouldn't. Yeah, she doesn't really. Like I said, she only cares about baseball. But that's oh God, that's not even a sport. Well, some of us it is. Some of us. Yeah, I'm only. So, so what, who are your main culprits? Let's get to the brass tacks of it all. Who are you blaming? Who you want out? Well, I'm going to go even higher than Gallant. Oh! James Dolan. <laughs> James Dolan, come on. He's not going anywhere. Oh, yeah. Of course, he's not going anywhere, but I think since he took this team over, there's just this black cloud over it. And I, I just don't... James Dolan hired Chris Drury. Right? I thought Chris I, well, Glenn, he hired Glenn Sather, who then hired Chris Oh, well, you could throw Sather under it, too. He's I thought Drury did all he could do. I mean, he did. He did. So, what? Okay, you want to go hard. You feel like Dolan. Well, honestly, from the top all the way down, everybody's to blame. Everybody. They, they took three games off. They played like dog shit for those games. And I sat in this room. For a couple of them by myself, just miserable because just and I'm actually watching the game now, happily to know that they're losing still three to one. Three to one. What how much is left in the period? Fifteen and a half minutes to go in the third. Oh, in the third. Yes. Yes. Oh. Sorry, guys. I almost gave you play by play. Uh, but uh they're playing at the Fairweather Arena down there in Yeah, Canada, your favorite place. Your oh favorite boy. place, Eddie. I don't think but, I can uh, go back there for at least a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can definitely blame Panarin because he didn't show up. You can't get rid of him, of course. Kane didn't show up. 
I really like what I saw from Tarasenko. If there's some way we could keep him, I would think about yeah, it. Yeah, I did too. I just don't think just, they're gonna. I just don't think he'll get more money somewhere. I think. I agree with that. But the good thing for us, the cap is that all the dead cap is gone. If that helps at all, not much, but not much, it's but it's something. something. It is something. Uh, I agree with you, Jim. Uh, Keandre Miller was just terrible, absolutely terrible. Fourth line played well. Kids, you know, a lot like you said with Lafreniere, it's just. I, I'm speechless with him. It's yeah, just, the third line I thought would be the what would be a factor. Right, and that's a good way. Never a factor. Thought they'd be a factor, and they never were. Not really. Well, the way they played in the first two games, they just forgot how to play that from that point on. And yes, I agree. Still 3-1 Carolina, and if I read this right, the Devils still only have 12 shots on goal. I can tell you about that in a second if they put it up there. Nope, they didn't. I got the ESPN feed here, so. Um, Gallant should go. When? I don't know. Uh, well, like Rock said, I think the fact that Drury didn't speak today, I think that says something. Yeah. But we'll yeah. see. Just, I think it's just a matter of time with him. Like, get the cab ready for him to throw his bags in the back. Uh, <laughs> Call him a taxi. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and I, I don't. It just seems like this team is like Groundhog Day. Every time they have the ability to get there, something happens and it sets him back. It's. Oh, sorry, guys. I thought there was a goal scored. Um. It's, it's maybe Sam Rosen did, did jinx us. Nah, I think Jim did. jinxed us. He called this. <laughs> he said the races would get game six and losing game seven. What a thousand paper cuts! That, right, that, that, that wasn't a prediction, that was just no, that that's was just using reality. history. That's reality. <laughs> history. I've seen this team for a long, long time, and I'm with you. That was it's that was like predicting the sun coming up tomorrow. <laughs> so. so, all right, Mike. So, so, uh, uh, do you think they, uh, do you think they make any kind of trade to maybe shake this thing up? I don't know. There's some there's some guys that can't move, but maybe somebody else like somebody takes the fall because of this. Besides the coach. I don't know. I don't know who you I, I can trade with all these no know. movement clauses. No. Right. I don't know. I don't know. Just a thought I had. Yeah. No, I mean, I wouldn't be we'll opposed see. to signing Keontre Miller, getting him on the cheap, and then trading him. But you bridge don't know what kind deal. of – you don't – they don't – they don't – It's a bridge it, deal. That's it. Yeah. Just like Rock said, maybe it's qualifying offer and just say, but, nuts. Yeah, exactly. You know? Prove it. All right, Mike. We got nice. a couple more callers. Thank All you right, so Mike. much. Thanks we for holding on for a while. We appreciate it. We we'll talk to you soon, guys. Man. Take care, boys. Good night. Take care. Good night. Bye. Thank you for holding for a very long time. We do appreciate your patience. Your call is important to us. <laughs> wow, two. We're, we're at what? Two hours and eleven yeah, minutes. Is that, is that a record? Is that a record? Commercial. No, commercial free. It's I might close. Add. 
Yeah. It's close to three hours done, YouTube. We did do, well, it might be a record for YouTube. We did do a three-hour blog talk show, I know, at one point. Yeah. This it is, might have been an Emil Francis uh, show. Yeah, I think we did like a two-hour and 25 minutes, so we're approaching the witching hour. Uh, <laughs> uh, let me tell you something. If I wasn't in this security car and battling this horrible sciatica, I would have torn my I the, the 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 little room in my garage. I would have torn it apart. Really? Yeah. You it's saw. Sciatica. You saw. You saw last year. Yeah. The uh, uh, a chair just got broken. That's right. I didn't, even, I didn't even watch the. I didn't even watch the game last game seven, because I because I didn't want to, you know, right break anything. You know. We know. We know that. But. Theory. But um, like like I said, like I mentioned on that thing, the day all my Ranger stuff is thrown in the garbage, that's when I'm done. Well, I'm already done. Two years I got left, and then. I'm <laughs> well, I, oh, let me tell you something. I I ain't gonna quit. I'm just not gonna um invest more more time and energy than I want to. If I want to punch out Maverick, I'm gonna punch out Maverick. I don't give a fuck. You know me, I don't give a fuck, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, let me, uh, let's get right to it. Who are your, who are your, who are your dogs? Who are your goats in this game seven? Uh, uh, you know who they are. Mr. Ice, Mr. Ice Capades, you know? <laughs> that piece of garbage, that overrated piece of garbage. I mean, I mean, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm counting down the days until that contract's up. How many years? I think now it's two. I, I think two or three, maybe. Oh, okay. Um, you know, uh, I gave. I don't. I don't know, man. I. I mean, yeah. I, I'm like everybody else. I'm. A, I'm at a loss for words. At a loss for words. Wait a minute. I'm a, I mean, I mean, I. I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, Galant's got to go. Galant. That. That. I mean. I mean, we can't have that anymore. I mean, I mean, the, I mean, I really think that the team I quit on him. Well, you did you hear this report that there was oh, a? I, I I just I just heard it from you guys, and I'm like, yeah, this team something's up. Yeah, there's. I, a... and, and 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 they're trying to they're trying to gently, you know, you know, get him out. Um, Gently fire him if you if you want to say it. Not with the not with the cab and all that shit. They're gonna they're gonna say we mutually we mutually parted ways. You know you know all that type of stuff. You know, but you know, and like I said, um on on the in the group next season you gotta play those three guys. This is it. This is the put up or shut up year for Cheeto, Lafreniere, and Kako. Stop, stop putting. You gotta, you gotta let the horses ride, man. The handcuffs gotta come off. I don't know. They skate. Like I mean, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? They're handcuffed. What? I, what These guys do? have been heavy. These guys have both Kako and Lafreniere have been handcuffed since they were drafted. Get out of here. What, you, you think these guys, if they get first line minutes, all of a sudden going to have skill? 
I mean, I mean, you got to prove what happened to the old adage after proof shit before you get moved up. These entitled, uh, what do you call these entitled millennials or whatever? These, let me ask you, let me, uh, honest, let me ask you this question. And somebody said this. Somebody said this to me. I don't know who it was. Maybe it was Rock. I don't know. I think the, or, or maybe it was Josh Gimble. I think the problem was as soon as they got into camp, they said, okay, now you got to change your style. Who changed the style? What style of not scoring goals? That because that's what that I I don't understand. What they changed the style? I didn't see any style change the Rangers. I saw the same old bullshit. Get down early. Try to fight back. Sometimes win. Get into overtime. Lose half three quarters of the overtime games. Get a loser point and go home. Everybody's happy. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. You don't know. Uh, I, I, I just don't know. I don't uh, know what. I don't know what. what I mean, what can we do? Can we, can we? Can we? Can we? Can um, de- we? We can deal Goodrow because he only has a modified no trade. Here. Get out of here. Well, you want to get what little grit we got? You want to get rid of? It's these fans. guy. The paid guys. It's your, your your boy. I don't care how many power play goals he got in this series. It's your guy. Uh, I picked things up. Uh, you know, what was that thing you used to call Kreider? Uh Lift things up or whatever that comes I, I, I lift things up and put them down. Yeah. He played like a dummy in game seven. He was disinterested. I think the coach lost the team. In a team. Yeah, me too. I mean, that's the, that's the only – because especially with um that whole thing with Tro- with um Trochik and Gallant. Yeah. And Come on, man. Come on. And you got to be a, a a player that says, fuck this coach. We're going to win despite this jerk off. Well, I don't know, I man. Any of that from anybody. I'm glad you didn't watch game seven. For the first time <laughs> in your life, you made the right decision. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only- oh, man. Um, what else? What else do I want to say? Um, shit. Let me ask you this. Joel yeah. Quenville, would you hire Joel Quenville? <laughs> Let me tell you something. What what does he want? Three cups with Chicago or two or one? No, I think he won. He won yeah, three. he might have. I don't know. Three. If you won all three cups with Chicago, um, I mean, if if he if he may culpas, if he like um, you know, you know, throws throws himself at the mercy of of um Batman and the and the fans. They'll give him a second share. He'll get a second share. He'll get another job. He'll get another job. I want no part of what's his name. That guy is old. Oh my God. Looks like he's gonna drop dead. Friggin' um friggin' Yeah, he's the crypt keeper. Come on. Holy shit, that guy's old. Okay. Uh, guess what? What? He's the same age as Quinneville. Really? He's the same age. 64. He looks like he's 200. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. I mean, Same wow. That's crazy. That's crazy. Man, he, okay. I mean, he looks horrible. He looks like he's he's about to drop dead. He looks like that uh, Muppet that's the Eagle. Uh, what's his name? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For the Muppet Show. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sam the Eagle. Sam the Eagle. <laughs> <laughs> He's a weird-looking cat. 
What about um what's his name? Um uh um Laffy Laffy um 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 Peter Yeah. Nah, I, I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah, he hasn't won anything, but would you say he's a proven coach? Yeah, but we get all these proven coaches. What happened? There he yeah, is. There he is. There he is. Daryl Sutter, our guest. <laughs> <laughs> our guest. <laughs> oh man. Hey. Well, you know, guys, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave you. I mean, I mean, thanks for the, you know, thanks for um. Oh, yeah, no but, problem. People Whatever you asking, want to call it. People are asking, you're still going to come to the viewing parties, uh, you know, when we get the band back together. He wouldn't miss those. All right. Okay. What I do you think? I think, yes. That's my, th that's my therapy. That's my therapy. This show and the viewing parties. That's my fair range of therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Even my wife's laughing at that. <laughs> There it is. There we go. There we go. All right. Have a good night at work. All right. We'll see you when out. Eddie, you have a show this weekend, right, Eddie? Yeah, it's Saturday at Rams. All right. I'll, I'll, see, I'll see if I can make it. I'll make it. Okay. Thank you. All right. Bye, bye guys. Bye. Whew. Wow. Two hours, 22 minutes. Commercial free. Commercial free. Here he is with a new webcam and supposedly a new microphone. And look at the jersey he's wearing. What's up, Cutsy? And a haircut. He's all dressed up for first round. Second round playoffs. Uh, microphone ain't working. Mike is not working. Oh. Try it again. Settings. Microphone. <laughs> There we go. I think okay. I oh, there yes. you go. There Amen. we go. Sorry, it was my setting. Sorry. M. In a hole in like Juan Wonka. They prayed in the man time sailor's cathedral. The church bell chimed till it rained 23 times for each man on the Rangers who fucking sucked. In game seven. <laughs> Gordon Lightfoot tribute. <laughs> Canada, of course. From Canada. Yeah. yeah. Jim put up a um Edmund Fitzgerald um thing and I'm like yeah that's pretty cool I'll I'll buy into it yeah the Edmund Fitzgerald put up more of a fight in game seven than the Rangers <laughs> that's gonna be in Gallant's act at the Eddie loves pack. Gordon Lightfoot I love Gordon Lightfoot fun fact <laughs> Gordon Lightfoot was actually our 75th anniversary um celebrity captain remember when the NHL tried to do that for the oh yes yes which one? Who was the Rangers one? Uh, it was. Uh, 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 I don't know. Koch. I don't know. I don't know. Um, How am I doing? How am I doing? All right. Uh, Cut, I want to say a few things to you. First okay. of all, I, I saw your uh, sore. I saw your your video. Yep. The ooh la la Sasson one. Yep. Ooh, I enjoyed it. Once again, um, your your show, your your videos are still more popular than the Instigators Hockey Show. I, I hope you'll be happy. Uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, 
I saw the little text, the Facebook message you sent me. You were happy or elated. I was happy for you that uh, the Maple Leafs have advanced. You picked Tampa over Ta- Toronto, though. I did. I bet $5 only, though. Okay, $5 for it. I wasn't really rooting against the Maple Leafs. It was okay. $5. So I was just like, I'll pick, I pick underdogs. That's the only reason. Yeah. I had nothing against the uh, the Leafs. I'm glad that your fan base acted like you won the Stanley Cup after yeah. getting past the first round. And now we're the favorites, which is meaning that the Leafs will not get, win the Cup. Oh, please. The don't be what negative. You- That's for no. me. It's you like know, as a Leaf fan. You know that when the Leafs... Oops. Sorry, I'm, I'm happy for the Leafs, and I'm happy for their fans. But you know what? Standing outside that arena chanting, we want Florida... That's a bad idea. You're just asking for you're just asking for it when you do shit like that. No, I want, I wanted Boston. I wanted Boston because of I wanted, course you I wanted, did. I wanted that extra home road game because all the road teams seem to do well in the playoffs. So I'm like, that's true. That extra road game. I mean, for how bad the Rangers were. I mean, you're not the team that won 65 games, got 135 points, had the records for wins and points. And yet you shit the bed with a three-one lead. Uh, I don't care about the Bruins. I only go by what the Rangers are doing. Even though that was a cataclysmic failure, I felt like within my Ranger life, this was a cataclysmic failure. Uh, Yeah, it sucks to be a Bruins fan, but at least they've won a cup uh, in recent years. Now, speaking of which, the Maple Leafs, when was the last time they got out of the first round before this? 2004. Okay, in 2004, here's the trivia question primarily to Jeff concerning that 2014. Okay. There are five Hall of Famers that played on that team. Can you name them? Well, let's see. Ed Belfour, Joe Newendike, uh, Matt Sandin, I guess. Um, Brian Leach, our boy. Yes. And my goodness. Why am I blanking on number five? Oh my gosh. Maybe I got it wrong. Um, <laughs> that would be funny. No, I think no, no, I think this one guy is in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're missing one. I know I am missing one. Good grief. Um oh, Gary Roberts, maybe? Nope. <laughs> oh my gosh. I told you I'd get you. Yeah, you got me. Uh I'll what, give you a couple more seconds. Uh, what position did he play? Uh, McGillney. Uh, McGillney, uh, I don't know if he's in the Hall of Fame. I, I think he's in the Hall of Fame. Hmm, I thought he was. Hmm. Doug Gilmore was not on the team. No, Gilmore who, was three team. Who, who, who are the four you named? I think I said Leach, uh, right. Mike, Belfort, and Sandy. Oh, I know who you're missing. Oh. I know who you're missing. Uh, I would never associate him with the Toronto Maple Leafs, though. No, no. You want a hint? Oh, no, no. Oh, Let him think. Let him think this through. I want, I want right. to see how the process, the process, as they say up in Canada. Like he twists that little hair. Is that is his right? That's where the answer is right. Left on me. Yeah. The little widow's peak. 
I know. It's in his hair follicles, <laughs> all his brains. My God, like. No, good Lord, I don't know. What was it? It's worth it just for this music, by the way. Right. <laughs> Who was it? Who was number five? You give up? Yeah. What? Uh, how about if I give you a hint? Okay, hint. And I, I do agree that you got four right away, which is very impressive. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and it's really impressive that he got Brian Leach. Right, because a lot yeah, of people forget. Right. Very uh, impressive. Uh, this guy uh, won several cups with another team. Uh, he was, if I give you this hint, that'll be, he was a center iceman. Yep, I know a center. Um, uh, in, involved in one of the most infamous Ranger playoff moments. Oh, good Lord, Ron Francis. That's right. There you go. Of course. There you go. Uh, yeah, I know. Don't feel bad, but Mandar got it right away. And uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> fuck Mandar. Did he? No, oh. he didn't. I didn't. Anyway. That, that's a tough question. I got to tell you, it took five Hall of Famers to get the Leafs into a. Did you come up with that question or did you read it? Somewhere? No, I heard it on that broadcast you listened to, the uh, game uh, six radio broadcast at the in the post game. Oh, okay. LaGreca posted it to Rosen and Rosen didn't get any. Really? He's usually pretty good with the trivia unless they're feeding him the answers. I mean, but he's usually got huh, it was out of his range, it's a Rangers question he's good with. It's other teams. Yeah. And it was he doesn't do other teams. Yeah, quite and a I, while ago. You know, speaking of weird trivia, you know, they, they pulled out that trivia question about um I think it was the question of uh six goals in a playoff series by a Ranger. I mean, it was a name in there from 74 that I swear to Christ I've never heard the guy's name. Oh, yeah. I saw the uh, guy's name, too. I forget his name. It was a guy that I've barely heard of. All right. So uh, who, uh, and now I can't even remember his name. Hang on. I, I'm going to look him up, though. You look him up while I talk to Cutter. Well, Bruce Cut McGregor. That's it. Bruce, Bruce McGregor. McGregor. I was about to say that, but I was probably wrong. Oh, no, no. You're all right. You're right. So, uh, I yes. saw you in the chat room early. You have a goat for the Rangers, not goat in the greatest of all time sense, but in the goat as in, uh, who, well, well, first off, I want to say that look for an year when I saw that post in the group, it said all those zeros. I'm like, zero point zero. <laughs> yes, yes, BSU has gotten into my head. I I keep thinking of that stupid nickname, Eddie, you gave Lafreniere for some odd reason. That is a Mandar quote, calling him. The uh, fun. Ah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Laugh on stock. Laugh in stock. My, my, my goat? Yeah. Who did you, who did you, you, I think you were going towards Truba. Weren't you going to blame Truba? Truba the Truba, as I call him. What do you call him? Truba the Tuba. Truba the Tuba. Yes. Oh, okay. Why do you call him that? Well, I mean, you're the 
You're the captain and you can't wrangle your team in? That just doesn't make sense. The captain goes down with the ship. Unfortunately. Well, he went down with the ship. <laughs> what, do you, right. what do you want him to do? He knocked yeah. the hell and knocked Timo Meyer into another planet. But here's, but here's the thing. Like, er, like, at the start of the show, like the whole thing on Galant and all that, I this was before Galant made a fool of himself today and all that. I'm beginning to realize maybe Galant is the big problem. He is from PEI. He is a potato, you know. Oh, Prince Edward Island dissing. Well, yeah. Is that but, what they call people yeah, from Pre like, Prince Edward Island, a potato heads? Well, potatoes are one of their big imports. Uh, uh, well, Don yeah. Rickles did play Mr. Potato Head, so there could be see some truth in that. Uh, well, well, yeah, the whole Galant thing. But are we as bad as a fan base that we have to fire a coach every other year, if you will? Because isn't Galant fan base doesn't year? fire anybody? They call for people to be fired every week. Well, yeah. yeah, that's the fan base. We have an irrational fan base, an emotionally based fan base, like most teams. Even more so yeah. because we're frustrated from the lack of anything for many years. Uh, Look, I'll be honest with you. In September, when I said Truba better get this team to the Stanley Cup Finals and then I'll eat crow because then I won't hate him. Because remember what he did in the conference finals, his dumb penalty cost us dearly. Well, I move on. I go with the okay. – uh, I, I don't hold grudges. See, there he is. That's Gerard Gallant. Live looking. I'm fine. I am a hockey puck. All smiles. Yeah. Uh, smiles, smiles. My God. No, you're not a hockey puck. You you got a team in the playoffs. Well, well, Don, well Don Rickles says hockey Yeah, he called, that was his saying. That's my thing. All right. Yeah. And anyway. uh, so how do you think your Leafs going to do? What are they down? One game to nothing? We were down one nothing to Tampa, and we came back to win. So I'm not panicking, okay. not yet. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. Um, unlike Gallant, am I fine? No, I'm not fine. I'm a social awkward person. No, no, doesn't you. show. Doesn't show at all. I mean, you're doing As videos. You're doing this. Yeah, I do, I know, but that doesn't mean anything. Like you know, you don't see me go through anxiety. Oh, and all that. Did you go? This through new webcam is this new webcam of yours is nice, by the way. Oh, thank yeah, you. It's a good. Like it's a, it. it's a like good. It. It's a good. Good picture. And I don't know. Did you do something to the lighting because you're 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 much clearer and brighter. No, maybe it's not just really. the maybe it's oh, just newer. the maybe it's just the camera. Yeah, newer. Yeah, I have to I have to buy some stuff to put on the walls and all that. Yeah, you get some sports memorabilia there. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah but like yeah, like but you I wanna, know, like you know. I want to see a I want to see a picture of me and Eddie back there on the wall. Yeah. Right? Hey, sure, I'll I'll get a picture of get you. Guys. A, uh, made you a star. Take Corey Hirsch's autograph and have it framed and put it up back there. Did you read the book? Yes, I just finished that book. Oh my god! Like something, all the right? Experience says, my goodness, I'm like, yeah, all the voices in your head. I have that too, you know. Surprise! Uh, I, I, I think we, I think we all do. I, the problem was that he couldn't turn them off ever. You know what I mean? Like his, you know, right? They were keeping yeah. him up at night. It's a, it's a, it's yeah. a, it's, it's quite a book, though. It really is. I'm glad oh you got god. it. I'm glad you read it. 
Yeah. Well, uh, anyway, um, one one more thing. Uh, like I know Rock said about this whole first overall, second row, overall thing. The problem is that the teams always draft first and second and put these guys in the lineup because that's supposed to be the one, the franchise player, the, the generational savior. talent. Yes, exactly. Like every sport does it. Baseball, not so much, but you know, the other three do. So like all right, good counterpoint. Good call. You were on point. You, no, you did very good no, I, on the trivia question. I mean, mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, I think Blaine's my second favorite Canuck. Oh, behind Canuck. Josh Gimble, I hope. Yeah, because at least Josh congratulated me on video. Uh, like he called me up after the Leap Speed Tampa and said, Congratulations. What happened? Why didn't no one else? Oh, wow. I was involved in my Ranger stuff, so. I think uh, you were at the bar. By the way, what? you've now tripled the ratings of the Instigators Hockey Show. <laughs> As we're speaking, people are hitting your videos. Right. Uh, yeah, I'm getting Yeah, I'm getting some good videos. Yeah, my wife that. loves them. You've gone virus. You've gone virus. <laughs> I've got a virus. Yeah, I'm a virus to a lot of people. Uh, don't worry. Stop, keep, it. Stop it. Keep doing the good work, my right. friend. It's God's and, work yep. if you could do it, my friend. And uh, yep. heading 13 years. Yes. Soon. And I will yes. say, in all honesty, go Leafs, go. That's who I'm rooting for now that the Rangers have yes. been expunged from the playoffs. Yeah, but okay. But anyway, yeah, like here's the funny is a thing. good way to put it. Here's the funny thing, guys. Sorry, uh, Leafs, Leafs and Rangers. They have never been in the second round together since '94. Did you know that? Did not know, and a useless fact. But thank you for sharing. Yeah. All right, Cutsy. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Thank you, guys. I think you wanted to go. Good night, Jeff. Yeah, it's two hours and forty minutes without a break. It's about as long as I can go. Good night, wow, sir. That's... Good night. Good night. Well, Jim. He's doing the Italian goodbye. He's like, you know, you say goodbye, and then a half hour later, you're still saying goodbye. And... Goodbye. All right. Yeah, we talk about this. This, this. Right. Wow. I got to say, guys, uh, still, you know. I, I hope we made you laugh a little bit. I, you know, I hope we, I hope we, uh, I hope we gave you, you know, two hours and 40 minutes of fun. Even though it's not a fun subject, but. Right. But uh, I, we had quite a crowd here tonight watching live, and we do appreciate it. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I know it's always good when we commiserate. and, and That's uh, the word. You know, you know we all Miz. felt it. <laughs> Miserate. Miserable. Yes. So. Fun to see you guys. We appreciate it. And then, uh, you know, if you're if you're new, you just we don't we don't disappear for the summer. We'll be back. We'll be back. If uh, if Gallant, you know, the coach doesn't survive, we'll probably uh, do a show right away. So, I'll be live from Madison Square Garden outside. <laughs> Eddie will be driving the camp. Jawad, Jawad. All right. Just one last thing. Oh. Um, I, 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 I want to talk about Gallant. Hang on, the Doc. fact, uh, this is just a total add-on. I don't know why I, I got to get it out. <laughs> but do you think the fact that Gallant was called Elma Fudd on FAN by Boomer reached Dolan more than if he hadn't said it? 
You know what I'm saying? Because you know Dolan is listening to FAN about the Knicks and this and that, and he hears Boomer go off on him. I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, we we do know he's a sensitive man to criticism, right? Right. Uh, You know, so, yeah, if he's tuned into that stuff, I'm sure it gets back to him. How much that affects him, I don't know, but I'm sure he doesn't want to hear his entities mocked on local media, (laughs) right? Right. That's what I think. And then with all the other stuff we're hearing reported, I don't know. So, Like John Riggs just said, the media has run guys out of New York before. Yep. Wait till they get a hold of Aaron Rodgers. Oh, boy. He's all smiles now, man. He don't know know what he's walking into. He has no clue. He's going to open that door and get punched right in the face. He's at Knicks games. He's at Ranger games. They're chanting his name. They're loving him. Oh, just wait. Wait for the just first. Wait until you, three just wait until you lose. Tw- right. You lose 24 to 10 to the Dolphins at, at MetLife Stadium. And you throw two picks. And, you know, just wait. Uh, yep. The honeymoon will indeed be over. Right. <laughs> All right, Jim. Thanks for your well, time. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting, uh, it's an interesting observation, though. You know, I, I, like you said, you know, he's a, he's sensitive to criticism. You know, he's listening. Sure. Him and his minions are listening to Evan, and you have Boomer Esiason, sure. who is a New York icon, for whatever reason, I don't know why, but I guess he's Long Island. You and I talked about, and the only guy who talks Rangers hockey. It's right. in the morning. The Knicks are hot. You know, the Knicks are winning. They're at that time, he said they had just won or about to win the playoff series that first round. And here he's got Boomer's <laughs> calling him coach, coach Elmer Fudd. Right. And then lampooning they wound up, him. You know, he's lampooning his coach, his right. employee. And then on top of it, they lose game seven to their crosstown rival. Right. So, anyway, that's all I had. What All right, it's going to be an interesting uh, next couple of days in in Ranger World, and we'll uh, if something happens, we'll be here. Okay. All right. Cue the music. That's two hours and forty two minutes of commercial free infotainment. Yes. Thanks for the calls, guys. It was, they were great. Great calls tonight. Excellent. The All ones right. we could see and the ones we couldn't see. Was, they were great. Right. <laughs> All right. We love you guys. Don't forget to subscribe to the show. Follow us on Facebook, the whole bit. We will see you guys soon. We'll let you know we're going to be on. Eddie, always a pleasure. Great seeing you, man. Same Uh, here. You guys gave me some answers. And uh, I'll take it all in and then maybe come back with some crazy-ass opinion next week. All right. And uh, have a good show Saturday night. Go see Idiot Fox at the, what is it called? The Rams All-American Pub Saturday. We're going on with uh, a couple of good bands and a couple bad bands. But uh, <laughs> we'll be one of the good ones. Absolutely. All right. Take care. We'll see you guys soon. Good night, everybody. Good night.